Hello, and welcome to an all-new season of Spotlight the Underground. I am one of your hosts all the way from Los Angeles, and I'm so happy to be here for a brand new season of the Underground. And I'm here with two lovely ladies, and I'm going to start off with uh, our podcast uh, newbie, uh, one and only, only Lauren. How you doing, Lauren? I'm doing well. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a 23-year-old female, and I currently reside in the state of Virginia. And uh, like you said, this is my first time going to podcast, and I'm so excited. All right. Well, I'm glad that you are here and glad that we're going to chop it up this season. And um, now this next young lady, she's been doing this thing for a minute and uh, you can get so much from her. She got the advice. She can also tell you uh, a whole lot about her own personal uh, history with different subjects. It's the one and only Janelle. How are you doing, Janelle? I am doing wonderfully. Thank you so much, Kente, for having me. Um, a little bit about myself. I am uh, a third seven-year-old uh, woman, uh, um, originally from Washington, D.C., and now residing in uh, uh, the South, Louisiana, you know, family from down here. So, you know, that's how I end up here. Everybody always says, how do you end up in Louisiana from D.C.? family <laughs> that's the longest short of it and grandma you know so yeah but um you know i love uh chopping it up on podcasts live feed you name it so it's great to be here with you can't say all right. <laughs> all right. All right. And, you know, you guys, you guys got that advantage because y'all both from the DMV area. So I'm going to have to hold it down from the for the West Coast <laughs> as you ladies to hold it down from the East. So but that's going to be fun, though. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. So we're going to talk about a lot of different issues uh, when we when we decide to do these programs. And, you know, we're going to talk about relationship stuff. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about whatever we feel like is necessary for a good conversation. And as we were talking earlier, I thought, as this kind of a, a filler out episode, um, since this is like a new beginning or beginnings, let's talk about beginnings. Let's talk about uh, meeting people or meeting new people specifically. Now, obviously, the good thing about having... Uh, a male perspective and female perspectives, we get to see behind the curtain for both, right? So I know, you know, our experiences are not going to be the same because, you know, you know, it's different for guys than it are um, women. So uh, I think the, the first place to go, and I'm going to start off with you, Janelle, is um, when you meet a new perspective boyfriend or just someone that you want to date or chill with uh, a, p a potential romantic interest uh, what are some of the things that you look for um some of the things that i look for in a potential um mate uh is first off you know i, I look for um that ability to be able to uh have discourse you know discussion I, you know, I look, I, <laughs> I love conversation. I'm a conversationalist, you know, in a day and age where we're so focused on the text message and, mm -hmm. you know, and social media and, 
and trying to take it away from conversation. I, I look, I'm, I'm old school with my mind, so I have to know that you can be able to hold great conversation. We can debate. We can, you know, um, discuss things and not see people use the word debate mixed in with arguing. No, I don't want. I don't want to argue. What I do want to do is I want to hear your side of things. We don't have to agree and see eye to eye on everything, but to be able to express ourselves and and have that respect. Also, another thing that I look for is um, a certain level of not only mental attraction, but there has to be some physical attraction, too, just being honest. Um, mm. I, I, you know, that's not, like, the only thing I'm looking for. Obviously, it's not even the primary thing, but it is a criteria. Nonetheless, mm. I have to be physically attracted to you as well as mentally attracted. Um, and there has to be a level of respect there as well. Um, are you respecting my time? Are you respecting you know, me as a person, as an individual, as a woman, and all those things, and a mom or whatever, I, I have to know there's a, a respect that's given, and of course, you know, there's respect that's also, you know, given back to you as well. So those are some of the major criteria that I'm looking for initially. All right. All right. You know, and those are, that's a good list of things, and it's good for us. Uh, we're going to un- unpack a little bit of what you said, but I want to give Lauren an opportunity as well. Uh, what are some of the things that you look for when it comes to, uh, you know, someone that you may be interested in? Um, I, I agree with Janelle, and I am a conversationalist myself, so if we can't have a conversation, then, you know, it's not going to work for me. And as well as attraction, physical attraction isn't everything, but it is a part of what I look for when I'm interested in someone. Um, Also... The respect is, it has to be there. If you can't respect me or if I feel like there's something about you that I just can't respect, I can't, I can't get with it, then it's, it's just not going to work out. You know what I'm saying? And a major thing for me is either you take all of me or you take none of me. You can't say, oh, well, I like how you do this, that, and the third, but I don't like how you do this, that. So I don't want to deal with that. If you're going to deal with the good, you have to deal with the bad as well. And I will be willing to do the same. Because, you know, every relationship or every, you know, everything that you have with one person isn't just 50%. It's always 100%. You have to deal with the good as well as you have to deal with the bad. So I, um, I think that's a big, a big thing for me. And... Another thing that I look for, you know, after we get to talking or whatever, I look at your relationships with your family. If you cannot respect your sisters and your mother, I don't want anything to do with you because your mother is where you came from. And if you cannot respect her, then I know darn well you can't respect me, so I want nothing to do with you. So those are the major things that I look for when... I'm interested in someone. Hmm. Now, okay, you guys both said said quite a bit. Um, is there anything that is like a complete non-starter where you don't have no wiggle room? You're like, that's a complete no-no. I'm not. I I ain't messing with you. Well, well for me, I mean, I, 
Oh, go ahead, Lauren. I'll let you get, get this one first there on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, okay, let's start with the actual, the, 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 the first interaction. If you be like, hey, yo, shorty, or, <laughs> you know, if you can't, if you can't even approach me properly, that means that you don't know how to talk to me. And th- there's something about the way you communicate that I'm not going to like. So that right there is just, there's never going to be anything between me and you. If I, if you see me, you're interested in me. I appreciate your interest, but the way you approach me is a major, major aspect on if I'm going to talk to you or not. Because I cannot deal with a yo shorty. Like don't, don't approach me that way. That's not <laughs> attractive to me at all. Mm. You, you were saying, Janelle. I, first of all, let me say I concur with that one. Oh, oh yes. First impressions are lasting. I totally agree with that. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> you, you would be surprised over the years. <laughs> the things that have served as first lines or first conversational pieces with some of the guys I've dealt with or, or had communication with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really funny, but absolutely it has to be a level of of respect and um, just, you know, a certain kind of um, maturity. And and, and, <laughs> and I hate to say the word intellect, but yeah, a little bit of intellect has to come into play. I'm not saying you have to be a brainiac, but you have to use your brain enough to say, look, I know that, it, you know, I can, I can screw this up with how I approach the situation. So use that kind of tact and mental acuity to say, okay, let me, let me take a little more, um, care to what I say to this person because yeah, it's going to make or break my. It's going to make or break. Understand that the first impression is everything, and right. And also, too, you know, a deal breaker for me is um, personally is is if um, is if we don't have things in common where um, kids are concerned or um, just uh, our directions in life are concerned. Because you know I'm I'm a mom of two, so it has to, of course, has to play into what my decision making process is with every guy that I just potentially date. Is that they have to be interested in wanting to be um, uh, some kind of role model for a child. Um, not saying they have to, you know, I'm not dating for the purpose of trying to make a father figure for my daughter. But obviously, that has to come into play at some point if we're going to be serious then I have to know that that interests you and that you have that ability to take on that role and the willingness to take on that role, not that that's the reason why I'm dating you, period. So I think guys kind of get that twisted sometimes. I don't want anybody to ever get that twisted and understand it from the jump. And if they do, then great. If they don't, then that's a deal breaker and we have to end things. So, yeah, that's kind of mine. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I hear this often, and I wonder if it's the same for you guys. Uh, you ladies, um, do you character do you categorize men that you get involved with? Like, okay, you know, like this guy, I'm not gonna kick him totally to the curve, but we're gonna hang out. He's gonna be my watch the notebook buddy. This guy right here, um, you know what? We can, you know, maybe we can get it popping every once in a while. Just you know. Uh, you know, just some bedroom fun. And then this other guy, you know what? 
I, you know what? I think he has potential. Maybe we're going to try to cultivate a relationship and take it to the next level. Now, do you ladies do that? Because uh, we, I hear that all the time from ladies. Uh, have you done it in the past? And are you? Uh, is that something that y'all would do now? Um, as for me, I think that you know there are periods of my life where I've been open to that. Um, that dynamic of of having more than one friend, in which I you know, um, have different kinds of relationships or connections with. Um, and I'm always upfront and honest. You know, I'm never the kind of person that doesn't tell guys, look, I am, you know, seeing multiple people. I, I do have multiple friends or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm very upfront about that. But there are periods where I'm, I do kind of, excuse me, entertain those kinds of <laughs> different dynamics and different situations. And other times I'm like, nah, I'm not really feeling a whole bunch of guys in my life. I do want one, you know, to kind of focus on, especially if I'm more busy on my other personal interests in life. Mm-hmm. So I just think in different periods, I, I don't know if other women like that, but for me it's not always so cut and dry and every time I want that and every time I don't want it. It's just, you know, whatever's going on in my personal life at that time. Mm. What about you, Lauren? Okay, well, first I want to, uh, you know, go on what Janelle said. There's a lot of people out here that has multiple interests in different men, and they don't say anything. And like Janelle said, she's open with it, and that's very respectable. But a lot of women out here, they don't say anything. But as for me, I'm open with it as well. If there's, you know, a guy that I want to hang out with and then I have a guy that I might be interested in, you know, going long-term with, I'm open about it and I talk about it. But if things are starting to get serious with, you know, one or the other, then you know, I would cut all ties with everybody else that, you know, I might be hanging out with or I might go to the movies with or, you know, there's some guys that I just might have stuck in the friend zone. <laughs> mm. And, you know, they're they're very aware that, look, this is not going anywhere intimately. We're not going to be in a relationship. We're just going to be friends. You know, and I feel like a, a lot of people, especially with, my age bracket and and um, you know a lot of people think that oh that girl's a bot she hangs with this guy and this guy and this guy but it's not it's not that it's just that you have certain guys that you feel comfortable doing things with like you know you might have somebody you can go shopping with or you might have somebody you can go see a movie with or somebody you can go to the bar with and somebody that you might be thinking about focusing on intimately long-term. You know what I'm saying? And as long as you separate the barriers and as long as you let them know what's going on, as long as there's clear communication, I feel that that doesn't classify you as a thought or a hoe or, you know, whatever, you know, people might say. I just feel like the communication is always key to anything that's going on in your life. You have to let people know what's going on. Like, look, this is not going anywhere. We're going to be friends. 
if you want to be friends, then we can be friends. If not, then we just need to cut this off. And the guys, um, you know, or female for guys that you're interested in, just, just let them know what's going on. But yes, to answer your question, Kintay, yes, I do classify guys in, in certain areas. But, you know, like Janelle said, everything is always clear. The communication is always open. They know what's going on. <laughs> See, me, I would, I, if I got to be put in one of those boxes, put me in the you sleeping with me box because, you know, like the other ones are pretty lame, I think. So uh, I, I don't think any guy wants to be put in the, uh, the uh, well, you know, we're going to go see the notebook or whatever, you know, whatever corny uh, situation, unless, unless, you know, your relationship is just that and y'all have, you know, that long history or whatever but you know especially for some new situation you know nobody wants to you know that nobody wants to be put in the friend zone they would rather mm-hmm. you know put themselves in the zone you know what i'm saying or it mm-hmm. naturally happened but when you yeah. against your will get put in the friend zone then that's when you feel like dang how wait how did this happen you know and i i've literally right. i've literally seen dudes get put in the friend zone right and they didn't even realize it and i you could totally see it like dude you just i think you just got put in that box dude you know yeah, so yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of well, funny when it comes to that subject i feel like you always know when you're in the friend zone it's just a a, a, a factor of whether you want to accept it or not because you know when you this is for male or female it's for everybody if you reach in for that intimate hug and he or she draws back and gives you their hand to hold, mm. you're stuck in the friend zone. When you try to reach in for that kiss, you know, that intimate French kiss, mm. and you give the cheek action, uh. you're stuck in the friend zone. You know, there's always signs as to whether you're a friend or whether you're a long-term interest. There's always signs. There's always something that you can look for to see, okay, am I getting anywhere or are we stuck at this point right here? If this is where if this is where it's gonna be, you know what I'm saying? There's always signs. It's just a matter of whether you chose to accept it or whether you try to pursue it and that's a that's a a thin line because if you notice you're in the friend zone and you try to pursue it, then you may come off to be a little bit too pushy. Mm-hmm. And it can be a complete turn off. It can be like, okay, well, this dude is a creep or this girl is a creep and I don't want to deal with him or her anymore. Or it can, it can really lead you to get your feelings hurt. So you really have to determine the thin lines between friend zone and intimacy. Hmm. Absolutely. I, I totally agree people, with that, Right. A lot of people, either they just don't realize it or they don't realize it because they don't want to realize it. Sometimes the attraction, attraction between the person that's trying to pursue you and you can be completely different. And the person that's trying to pursue you doesn't realize it because they want you to be there. So they refuse to see the signs and the signals and it just comes off to be a little bit creepy or a little bit too much and then you can lose a good friend or you can you can just lose out on that person but sometimes 
you know, that's a good thing because some people, like I've known people that have been stuck in the friend zone and accepted or quote unquote accepted that they were in the friend zone. And when they see the person that they used to try to pursue into a serious relationship, they try to completely screw it up. You know what I'm saying? So right. sometimes you, you just have to know what your strengths are, what you can handle. If you know you're stuck in that friend zone and you were trying to pursue that person, can you handle if that person gets into a serious relationship? Can you be that good friend? You know what I'm saying? And I think it all just depends on the signs and the signals that you choose to ignore or choose to accept. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kinda it's kinda crazy. Um now, you know, these days People don't seem to meet people face to face anymore, and for a lot of reasons. Some is they're just in a position where, you know, the place that they live in, there's not a lot of singles. It could be that they're a very busy person, so they don't have a chance to really get out there and meet people. And then there's people that just feel more comfortable, like on an online situation or whatever, meeting people. Um, so I don't know how much experience uh, you ladies have had meeting people online. But I, I, my question to you is, do you find that when you meet someone online, the fact that the only thing that you have um, to go off of is whatever conversation you have. You only got is conversation and, you know, or whatever. Uh, do you find like that helps the process or hurts the process of uh, meeting a potential romantic person? Uh, starting it starting it off online? Oh, my gosh. I, let me be the one to answer this one because I am a veteran. <laughs> I am a veteran with the online dating thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, let me just say this. It, 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 I have had very little success with online dating in the sense that... Um, it for me it hurts the process because again it's like what I have gleaned is that uh, guys really only want to date you almost like through your pictures online or through like text message pictures and they just want the pictures you know they just they just feel like they want those pictures and I'm like you know let me see some pictures of you and you're like okay and then you send the pictures. And then it's like, you know, either the conversation, you know, may go on for a few days or a few weeks or whatever, or sometimes it stops and it's tracks that they are not, like, really feeling you on a certain level. Um, and it just feels like I've always, what I call it, dating through their phones. Mm. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we're dating through our phones now. We don't even get, they get together to go for a coffee or a meal or movie or anything anymore. It's like we're dating through our phones. And so, you know, I, I look, I miss the art of dating and just going out and having a moment where we're able to connect on a human level outside of the technology. Um, and so I just think that a lot of times it does hurt the process because of the immediacy of things and, and just getting that, um, that quick pick. And it's like, okay, we, we went on our date. You know, this is what it feels like anyway. Um, I'm always interested in seeing you in person. And guys doesn't seem, don't seem like they're always interested in that. So I feel like it hurts the process. I don't know if Lawrence had a different experience. I haven't, mm -hmm. not really. <laughs> well, I've had, you know, multiple experiences with that. And my first experience with online dating was 
Uh, well, at the beginning, everything was fine. You know, we talked on the phone, believe it or not, for like two or two, a little bit over two years. And, you know, every time that person told me a story or every time that person would talk to me, everything lined up. And when I finally met up with this one particular person, oh, my goodness, it was just the complete opposite of everything that was said within those two years and everything that was discussed within that two years. It was completely different. And I don't know if you guys watched the show Catfish, (laughs) but... (laughs) I've also had a lot of catfish episodes where I would meet up with a guy and, you know, he's buff and and he he likes the person that I am. You know, he, I'm on the plus side and he likes plus size girls and, you know, he's just like, oh, yeah, like that's the one for me. Like, yes, I'm so excited. But then when you meet up with this guy, it's like, he went from having dressed down his back and, you know, buff and and a nice personality to being this bald head, completely out of shape and don't know how to talk to people, just rude type of person. And I'm not saying that, you know, looks are everything because it's not everything. But if you tell me you're something and if you, you show me that you're one thing, when I meet up with you, don't be the complete opposite because you're going to get your feelings hurt. <laughs> mm. And I'm not trying to be rude or anything, but I'm letting you know I am who I say I am. You know what I'm saying? And once again, it comes with the pictures. Exactly. A lot of guys, yeah. they want pictures. Oh, show me how you look. Show me what you're wearing right now. Mm-hmm. What you're doing right now. How your hair mm-hmm. looks. How your outfit looks. Is your butt big? Is your titties big? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, Mm-hmm. It just gets to a point where it's just like, okay, well, you're obviously only interested in one thing. You know, if a guy's like, okay, yeah. well, you know, send me a picture. How do you look? Versus what you have on right now. You, you hear the difference? Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, how do you look right now? Let me see your outfit. Versus what do you have on right now? It just sounds creepy. It's not <laughs> different aspect of seeing someone that you're dating online and you know when you're dating online you can cross that that line of creepiness and interest very easily (laughs) you know you know you know my issue though about the online dating i think why so many people have problems is they kind of equate it to like buying something on amazon right so like you know, when you buy something on Amazon, you put in the filters and you find exactly what you want, you know, most of the time. Right. And unfortunately, right. when it comes to pick, finding human beings, we don't you know, you can't really put a bunch of filters on and get the exact thing that you think that you want. So what happens is people are not realistic in what they should be looking for and they're not realistic about who they are and what they 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 deserve or whatever so what happens is there's somebody that not to be rude or anything who is let's say he or she is a four or five but in their mind they're fishing for an eight nine or ten right and sometimes it works sometimes that person will get that 
Very rarely. Very rarely. Right? And I think they think because it's online, this is a way to get something that they wouldn't get in person. You know, so you have this guy that talk about, you know what? She don't look like Halle Berry. I ain't messing with him. And he looked like Halle, he looked like Halle Scary, you know? <laughs> so it's like, dude, you ain't up to par. So how are you going to be tripping? You know what I mean? So I think that hurts people because they have that unrealistic expectations. The expectations that people have for what they think they should get or what or whatever is so f- crazy to me and i think if people were more realistic and th- you go to this thing about settling people think they're settling you know like yeah. if, if she ain't this or if he ain't this i'm settling it's like you know what people are humans right and i understand that you got to have you know a certain amount of attraction to be um you know to be interested in someone but I think sometimes people put so much on what they're looking for another human being to be. And you have to realize we're all human. So we're going to have flaws. Like when people say, oh, man, I don't want no one with baggage. It's like, dude, you got baggage. What are you talking about? You know, she got baggage. We all have baggage. It just depends on how much baggage you are willing to deal with and put up with and what it crosses the line. But I don't think you're going to find anybody that has, quote, unquote, no baggage. Right. <laughs> so. Right. So I, I think people have to be more mindful about their expectations. Uh, not to say that you got to settle, but don't put don't have such a standard that is not even realistic, <laughs> you know. And I think that's why so many people are so upset and disappointed because it's like, you know, and then and another thing, too, is the whole like when when a woman gives you a picture online and she looks like a supermodel it's probably a scam or you know what i'm saying <laughs> like if, if the guy yeah. that's the same thing with the dude if the guy looks like he could bench press a prius and you know what i'm saying he looks like some kind of male model it's probably not the guy you're talking to he's probably full right. of he's probably full of boo boo you know uh like so so, you know, you got to also use discernment. And the reason why that con works is because it it plays into your own vanity. You know what I mean? Like, because in your mind, you're like, oh, well, I'm about to get this model. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, you're not getting that. You No, I guarantee you that's not her. <laughs> you know, I, I've said that to guys like that's right. not that's not going to be her. And I've said that to women. That's not going to be him. So, you know, that that's that's just something. Now, um, another thing that I definitely hold on. Uh-huh. Let me let me interrupt you real one one second. Sure. To just go back on what you said, can say when it comes to you know you said if it looks like a guy can bench press a Prius, then yeah, I get all that. But sometimes a lot of people, especially us females, we play into our quote unquote fantasy man and. And it also steps into what you said about expectations. If you if you present yourself as our fantasy man and a man that that reaches our expectations, even though in our heart we feel like it's not right, or maybe it's just not age bracket, or I don't know. But a lot of females that I know, 
we play into that because it's what we want, it's what we desire, and it's what you're showing us that we are. And that's probably why a lot of girls my age, we get very disappointed. Or even people that's older than me. I've seen a lot of women that's older than me that does the same thing. We play into our fantasy man. And when a man, you know, presents himself as our fantasy man, we get distracted from a lot of other things. Sometimes we may even pursue that man. We may take it a little bit further, even though when we meet up with that man, it's not what he said it is, but he has a lot of expectations that we have. You know, we have expectations, and he fills those expectations that we have. So we feed into it. And nine times out of ten, it doesn't work, but he has a lot of things that, we're looking for and you also mentioned you know when you look up something on Amazon you can put in the filters and, and such and such you know that's the problem with online dating and social media now is the filters that and I'm talking about a whole nother set of filters the filters that females can put on a picture or the things, the things you can do to a, a photo is amazing mm-hmm. now. It is amazing. You can give yourself a bigger butt. Mm-hmm. You can give yourself bigger titties. You can give yourself a smaller waist or, or more abs or, you know, longer hair. The things you can do with filters are amazing. And that's the issue. Too many people know about filters that you can do with photographs. And that's the issue with online dating. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was when I when I was talking about filters, I was meaning like when you go to uh, like Amazon, you can go clothing, and then the men's clothing, then big and tall clothing. I meant those kind of filters, but I hear what you're saying though about right. filters, like image filters too, as well. Yeah, those image filters are. Uh, oh my goodness, they're terrible now because it's so much you can do to alter the way you really are to turn you into something that you feel someone else desires. And I I, I know the filters you were talking about, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to touch on the, the image filters as well because we were talking about online dating and we were talking about, you know, me and Janelle were talking about photos. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to say, but photos are a big part of online dating. Absolutely, right. they they can be very. I, I, I totally agree with that because, especially now with these filters, it's a lot of. All we're saying is, I think what she's trying to say is, look, there is a lot of deception there, and so it really it can hurt the process if you're only trying to base your decision making processes on pictures because they can right. be deceptive, and 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 you know, and these filters. You know, and, and look, I'm, I'm speaking from being a person who has a self-proclaimed Snapchat addiction, for the record. Okay? I love Snapchat. <laughs> I love filters. But I also, I look, I'm very, I'm, I'm very representative on both sides of the coin. I take pictures without, without filters as well as with filters, and I am very upfront about, okay, this is a non-filter, this is a filter. You know, I try to say those things so that they'll know that that's my truth. And, you know, and not only go with the filters. But at the end of the day, like you said, images can be deceiving. 
you know, that, that's why I'm such a proponent of, okay, let's get together. Let's see each other. Let's have that moment in time where we actually see each other in person, and then we go off of that. Because pictures can be deceiving, or pictures can be, and they don't even mean to be sometimes. Sometimes you don't have filters, and you still don't get a full glimpse of a person until you see them in person. It's just different all the overall. No, yeah, you. Well, she, she, she actually summed up everything I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's real. It's it's real. That's what uh, um, that's what you know what what happens. You know, so, but um, another thing too that, to think of before we transition to the next part of the the discussion is that. There's this thing that I notice about online situations, and we're going to do a whole show on online uh, dating and whatnot. But I think that people, because they meet them online, they don't view them as a real person because they haven't met them yet. I know that sounds strange, but. No, it doesn't. Oh, my God. It's so true. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't view them as a real person with real feelings, real time, energy, all those things that they're putting into it. And when it starts to become real for them, when things start kind of bleeding over into their actual life, then it's like, hold on. I've had that happen to me more times than I like to count, y'all. Where men, you know, it's fine, well, it's good when you're over the phone texting or in the inbox on, you know, on these different social media platforms, the DM or whatever. But then don't right. let some stuff bleed over to your, to your friends or your family or to the other areas in your life because then, it, then it's too real. Then it becomes too real, and then it's like, oh, let me take a step back from this situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like that's the reason why, like Janelle said, she, she – she looks forward to the, the face-to-face meeting, and I feel like that's why that's important. Because sometimes it's too real, sometimes it's too good to be true. So that that actual face-to-face interaction is very, very important when it comes to online dating. Because you get to fill out what was real and what wasn't so real. And, you know, you get to fill out whether you want to pursue it or whether you want to leave it alone. Right. So, yeah, I, I just find it uh, very interesting that people do things to people online that they wouldn't do, like, to their face. And not even just with the romantic situations. Right. Like, on Twitter, like, they'll talk a gang of crap to, like, maybe a celebrity or just a random person. Like, they would never say to their face. Like, you know, they'll say, you know, uh, they'll call them, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of racial stuff, a lot of that going on. That there's a lot of uh, just you know people just be real evil online like they wouldn't be right. in in uh, in real life and I'm like hey look I try not to say stuff to people online that I wouldn't say to their face you know what I mean I hate to, right. I don't want to be no internet tough guy you know what I mean so if I'm saying it online which I don't even go in you know I don't go in on people online I don't go in on people on their phone. And I don't go in on people on a text message. I mean, I like I'm talking about leaving them like a message. If I'm gonna go in on you, it's gonna be face to face, or maybe if we're on the phone line, I'm a, um, I'm going to uh, I might because ha- that might be the only way I can go in on you. 
but uh, I'm definitely that's right. the only ways I'm gonna do it. But you know, it was real interesting. I I took a train trip um, uh, earlier this year, and there was some brothers that was coming back from Louisiana, and this one guy told me that he went to jail in Louisiana because he cursed out this girl that he was dating and she recorded it and took it to the police. And apparently there's a law. I don't know if you know this, Janelle. There's a law that says if you um, if you curse somebody out or uh, on, on just like if you curse them out on the phone. And there's like some sort of evidence of it. You can get arrested. And it's like a serious charge. Did you know that? Yeah, I think you had mentioned that to me before. Okay. Like, all right. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. like, so like, that's crazy. If, if I got into it with you on on the phone, you know, if I wanted to be evil, you know, if I was recording it or something, then I could be like, you know what? Oh, oh yeah, you gonna curse me out? Send this to the DA. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't do that, of course. But uh, you know, that's 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 a trip though that they had that law there, but um. Yeah, that, that's interesting, though. But um, all right. So let me let's pivot to. OK, so we talked about meeting people and the different ways you can meet them and what is a turn on and turn off. Now, here I want to go into this thing. And this is something that, you know, we like to have some insight into, ladies. Um, how early do you know after meeting a guy? If there's a good chance that y'all going to end up sleeping with each other. Because I've heard often from ladies that they figure it out pretty quickly that that that's probably going to happen unless he, you know, F's it up. So I was, I was wondering with you ladies, do you pretty much know, do you have an idea like, yeah, this is probably going to end up with, with us getting it in? Well, I just want to say, for me, okay, now I told you my biggest turn off. Mm-hmm. Which was, you know, the respect factor, approaching me properly. If you pass that test of intimacy, I like to call it. If you know how to talk to me, but oh, don't don't just tell me what you think I want to hear. You know, honesty is a big factor as well. If you're honest with me, you know how to talk to me. You know how to be honest without being uh, rude about it. If you can respect me, and I see that you respect the women of your family, if you pass all my tests, and I would say nine times out of ten with my experience, it takes up to two to three months to see if you pass all my tests and to see if you're consistent with the tests that I've given you from the beginning. Now, a lot of times, men don't know when they're being tested, but... You know, women, it's the same thing with women as well. From the from the time you meet someone to the time you sleep with them, there's always tests that you're passing and failing. Always. And it's not to trick you. It's not to deceive you. It's just things that, you know, the one you're interested in are looking for. And maybe I'm wording it wrong, but I like to call it tests. If you pass those tests, Within like two to three months, or or four months, then yeah, I'm gonna sleep with you. 
<laughs> you know, it's just if you if you add up if everything about you adds up and you know you're interested in me and I'm interested in you and we both pass those tests, you may fail one or two tests. No one's perfect. No mm-hmm. one's perfect. So don't expect people to be perfect. But you know, if the good outweigh outweighs the bad, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this man is. You know, that's that's really great. You know, passing tests, I don't look look, you get a little older and you learn how to word things differently. Because I used to say the same thing when I you know, not trying to be an age not trying to be ageist or anything, but I just remember saying those kind of things when I was younger. Now that I'm older I, I say you have to meet certain criteria. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. You have to meet certain criteria and certain things that for compatibility purposes. And if you don't, then, you know, then, yeah, then, then there won't be a meeting of the minds or a meeting of the groins, to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you have to meet certain criteria that, for me, you know, is compatible. Um, and some look, sometimes look, I do the principal benefits things every now and then. So, you know, technically speaking, it's not always about, okay, we're going to be dating and you have to meet certain criteria to get to this level. You know, I call, look, I call it the bachelorette. You know, I, look, I like, look, I'm so, I'm so goofy with mine. I, look, I have this whole thing I call the inbox dating game, okay? And I'm like, if you, look, if you meet the criteria for a week and you talking right for a week, you get a rose. <laughs> you go the next week, you know? <laughs> yeah, you get a rose for the next week. And then, hey, you get to look. Again, every week you make it, you get another road. So, <laughs> so it's like, for me, that's what I like in it, too. And if I'm in a place where I'm not wanting to date or get to know anyone, and I just want the sex, then it's different. And, and, and in that case, yeah, you, you don't have to meet that much criteria. You have to be just, you know, meeting a certain physical <laughs> component. And then, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> but dating-wise... Yeah, you have to meet certain criteria in your personality, your character, your the way you treat me, the way I the way I see the things that I feel from you has to be a certain level of mental attraction, you know, emotional. Look, I have I have four components. I think there has to be physical attraction, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Those four things combined come together in in, in a great way. Then yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I feel like if you if you get the first three the spiritual, emotional, and mental components strength for me, then you yeah, the physical want to follow. Oh, so that's the way I feel about it. Mm. That's funny, though. So one has a, a, a game or a test. The other one, it's uh, like the bachelorette. <laughs> you know, you have not roses. <laughs> and that's right. That's right. It all you sounds... To the bachelorette. But you got to make it lighthearted. Because if you don't, it's going to break. It's, look, it's going to tear you apart mentally and emotionally. So that's why I'm trying to bring it some gravity. <laughs> so at a, it's, it feels like more like Survivor. Uh, you've been voted it off the survivor, island. Survivor, to be sure. <laughs> it is. It really is. Because you got to you gotta, you gotta get what you want. But you got to do what you got to do. You got to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
because men don't look. We we're we're different creatures, right? Mm-hmm. We have different perceptions of of the dating game, if you will. You know, we do. And I think that while both genders have it hard, I'm not trying to say that we both don't have it equally difficult in a certain manner. I just think that there's a there's there's a double standard on certain things that makes it harder for women in the dating game than it does for men. And you know, I don't know yes. if, if y'all y'all I don't, know, I don't know if y'all agree with that. That's what I see. That's my observation. <laughs> I, was, I was just talking about this double standard situation, and I don't think it's fair at all. And you know, I'm I'm gonna go a little bit outside of dating. I'm just gonna focus on the double standard situation right now. Guys can sleep with twenty people and get props for it. When a woman sleeps with twenty people, she's a hoe. She's a whore. She's She's nasty. She she's open to everything. It's just not fair about the double standards. I don't understand the double standards. I never will. I don't want to understand the double standards because it's just us women get a, such a bad rep, and we can do the same thing a man does. But when we do the same thing a man does, we're nasty about it. Those double standards to me are just outrageous. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't see what the problem is with the double standard because there's double standards going both ways. And I, and, and I did a whole show uh, on double standards. And when we sat there and broke down the double standards between men and women, they were way more in y'all favor than it was for us. So I even offered to trade some of the double standards. Hey, so, so, and to be fair, but you know what, though, mm-hmm. I have to say. While yes, the, the the number of double standards may out be seeming to be like favoring women, but the but for me the extremity of double standard favors men. Do you understand what I'm saying? The the amount might favor us women, but the extremities favor y'all. No, I, it, I, I offered this. It feels it feels way more unfair for the things that women are required of that are required of women versus what are required of men. Men get off a lot easier with certain things in the double standards realm than women do. I offered I offered a trade on that very episode. I said, Okay, I will trade you you guys can sleep around and not be called hoes. We'll 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 take the hoe tag. If you will give us, when the ship goes down, uh, women and children get off the boat first. If you just turn it to men and children get off the boat first and women go down with the ship. <laughs> I said, we can trade that one because that one seems pretty awesome. That uh, That's more like life and death right there <laughs> than, uh, than perception. But it, no woman was really willing to, uh, to, they wanted to keep that one. So, uh so I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I don't know about that. I, honestly, I don't think it's the same, though. And this is going to sound sexist, but it's not the same because the mentality of men and women are different. So I don't know if you could judge it the same. And who is who's really giving you the side eye? Is it other men that are giving you the side eye? Is it women that are giving you the side eye? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. You said you think the mentality is different mm-hmm. when it comes to the double standards. Why do you think it's different when it comes to double standards? No, I'm talking about um, 
like men and women don't view sex exactly the same. I'm not saying we don't crave it the same because I think on a lot of levels we do, but we don't view sex the same. Women kind of use sex more as a sword uh, than men do. It depends on their status if they use it like that. Um, men kind of have this, like they're on a deserted island in a, a box full of crackers laying on the island. So that's how we treat sex. It's like, <laughs> oh, we got to get it. We got to get it. We got to get it. You know, whereas women, most women know that if they want it at any time, they can pretty much get it. You know, oh my gosh! You know that that reminds me. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Every, look, we've had this discussion before, Kenta, you and I, mm-hmm. and it always reminds me of that episode of Everybody Loves Raymond called "The Power of No." Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like my favorite episode of Raymond of all time, for the record. And it it was about the dynamic of their marriage, in the sense of Deborah having the power. Of this, you know, this of when sex happens, and Rain and trying to assert some kind of like transformation in their marriage, where he then was able to have that power. You know, people wanted to try to switch it, and it was working for a little while. <laughs> mm. It was working. Deborah was really being, you know, Molly manipulated by his his efforts to change the power of Noah to his favor. And so, but when she found out, through Robert, of course, you know Robert, he's the, he is the original couple. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When he found out that that was what Raymond was doing, of course, you know Raymond had to brag. <laughs> oh, Robert, and, he, you know, the chain of gossip went from his wife to, to Deborah, and, of course... <laughs> The, the hilarity ensued after that. But long story short, it just goes to show you, yes, that women do have that power over men, and the most part of the power, no, it's real talk. And so, look, like I said, there are double standards, and sometimes, like I said, women do have the upper hand in some things, you know, but when it could look, but but when it comes to the almighty M word, <laughs> mm. marriage, oh, women do not have the power. Please believe that men have the power when it comes to marriage. I'm talking about in terms of getting married. <laughs> it's, 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 it's men, to be sure. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Why, can't, why not? I can't make, so, and look, I can't make I, no look, woman marry me. All I'm saying is that it, we, they all have the power except for in situations where women are able to manipulate. Of course, women will manipulate. Women will manipulate. I, I'm not, look, I'm not. I can't make a woman marry me. That is true. I can't make no woman marry me, but y'all, y'all decide when to open and close your legs. Y'all have That's that true. power. And, and it, but again, for me, I just feel like men have more power than, than look, probably more than y'all realize when it comes to, to marriage. Um, we are totally dependent on you guys making that proposal for the most part. Now, there is a trend of women nowadays that's being the proposers, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but generally speaking, for the most of the, the, uh, the, the heterosexual population, 
we're waiting on the man to, to make that proposal. Mm. And like I said, a lot of times if it doesn't come, there is manipulation involved. Women do manipulate. Women do do certain things to make it happen. I'm just being honest. But at the end of the day, you guys are still the one with the power with that. Hmm. I, I mean, we still got to ask your hand in marriage, though. Yeah, that's true. I gotta I mean, hop on that. I gotta get on a knee. If you're in a situation, then when you ask your in a marriage, then we're gonna say yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, I gotta get on a knee. Dang near bust my knee. Uh, and, you know, I got a bad back, so that's not probably good for my back. And then I gotta go get a a, a, a ring that's expensive as hell. So the physical, so the physical pressure is a lot. Yeah. So you know, like I might getting on that knee, I might throw my back out. But you know, we do it because we love y'all. And uh, you know, I I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I y'all got so much power. Y'all y'all got you know we give y'all too much power. I think I think. That um, I think because women are so much more independent now that a lot of men end up throwing away their power that they do have. The, the power that we have, one of the powers that we have that we don't exercise enough is it's way more of y'all than it is us. And that's powerful. Because there's such a lack of oh, look, us. Look, look, look. You, might not, you might not exercise that power. You know why? Because you have a good character. We talk, look, let's talk about all the men out there without good character that, <laughs> that do exercise that power, that do exercise that, oh, I know I'm the stuff because I'm, because I'm the male population and it's more women than men. And we, and we women outnumber men, so yeah, let me, let me maximize this thing to my, to my advantage. Oh, yeah, you might not do that, Kenzie. But the, <laughs> there's a lot of men that do. And I was preaching to the choir right there when she said that. That is 100% true. You know, men with good, good character are not, are not, they, they don't, they don't do certain things that men with, you know, a bad character does. And she, she's 100% right when it comes to that. Hmm. Well, uh, and just to let people know, I know there's some people listening right now that uh, if you have any questions, you know, uh, you can uh, text me. Uh, I mean, sorry, uh, message me on Facebook or you can call in. Uh, the number is 323-522-4601. And if you guys have any questions or if you want to add anything or you can just hit me up on Facebook and I will relay it to our panel here. Um, I don't know. I, I think that. I think we give away our power too much. Uh, and like, you know, we have that advantage. And I think because women are much more independent now, as far as, you know, working, making their own bread and all of that stuff that I think that, um, oh, wow. Uh, I just got something long here. Um, I think that I think sometimes we don't always use it to our advantage, but um Okay, so we just got something. I don't know if she if she wants me to say who she is. Uh, if so, uh, you know, let me know if I can say who it is. Uh, it says, love seems to take a long time to cultivate. I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel like men throw away power. It's an illusion. <laughs> they tell us we are picking them. But when we are, when we start dating, they actually had no interest in being in a serious relationship to begin with uh 
to, to begin with, but now you have in, invested in relationship, even though it is now, it is not what you wanted. Okay. Sorry. There's a big glare on my screen. Um, okay. So, uh, that came from one of our listeners, a female listener. Um, let me see. And also we have from oh, my, my, my homeboy Ramsey. Uh, he says, it's not about good character. It's about the woman in the relationship. Uh, hmm. That's interesting. I like that. Um, I'm sorry. Can you repeat what Ramsey said? Sure. Sure. He says, uh, he said, it's not about good character. It's about the woman in the relationship. So if I, and, and correct me if I think, if, if, if I'm saying this right, he's saying that, um, that the woman basically can create her own reality by if she chooses the guy, if she chooses a guy with good character, I believe that's what he's saying. And uh, correct me if I am wrong, um, Ramsey. Which is, you know what? Like, like I said, y'all have a lot of power. Um, you know, if you you guys can totally shut down assholes. Um, you could totally shut down assholes. You know, just make it not not cool for them to to, to, to function. Because, like, we we can only uh, okay. He's typing now. Uh, they can only. You know, if, if women collectively said we're not messing with a certain kind of character, then, you know, we, we have to adjust to what's going on there because you guys do have. Well, you power. know, the thing, but the, here's the thing with that, too. I, I, look, I, I agree on some levels, right? Um, but, you know, look, I have to bring up, I have to, I would do it myself a disservice. If I did not bring up one of my most, um, my most strongest proponents in this dating game, which actually came from our wonderful, you know, we love, we both love him, can say, Tariq Nasheed. Tariq When he, you know, years ago, over 10 years ago, when he guest starred on the uh, Charm School, Save of Love Charm School with Monique, he did uh, like a little mini seminar, if you will, like a, a great lesson to the, the contestants of the show about, the what is called the urban renaissance man and the four p's are the other type of men in the world um the four p's are player professional pushover and parolee and what, what the thing is the thing about the four p's right is that in some you know to some varying degrees like of the four P's, two of them really are assholes. You know, the the assholians, right? <laughs> and the other two, <laughs> the other two P's. Well, but let me just say this: the assholians are the parolees and the professionals, and the pushovers and the players are way more suave or way more. Uh, you know, they 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 play it a little bit better. They're not assholes with it. You know, sure enough, they're very you know, the voicemail box, right? Uh- Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Uh, and so, no problem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you have the two of the P's that are assholes, and then you have the two P's that are more charming, right? Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day, you know, we most men fall into one of those four P's categories. And we're always, look, at the end of the day, we all need to learn how to find the urban renaissance man. The man that carries, embodies 25% 
of each of the four P characteristics. Think about it. It's mm-hmm. 25% of each pull from each four of the P's. Mm-hmm. So you don't need a guy that's in the four P's. You need guys that have that great balance of all four of the P characteristics. The, the great things about each of them combined. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the day, until we have these men who are uncategorically of the urban renaissance man, we're left with the four P's that we have to contend with, guys. And unfortunately, <laughs> the players and the pushovers have it a little bit worse. Because they look, <laughs> because what right. do women really want? They want men that can financially provide for them that stability and financial stability, which mm-hmm. is what the professional gives you, and they want the sexual component, which is what the parolee gives you. So understand that while we right. don't look, we would rather be with a great guy. We would rather be with an urban renaissance man, right? But most men don't fall into that category. So what do we do then? Are we with the pushover, somebody we can run all over? No, when, you've always said to me, can pay that women want to feel secure. Women want to feel, have, have that man that is, you know, that can, that can, you know, that can fall under and that can give them that stability and have that power in a sense. That's very true. Unless women are just ball busters and they want pushovers, there are women like that too. But for the rest of us women, we don't want the pushovers. We don't want the players. We'd rather deal with the parolee or the professional. And that's just real talk. <laughs> the parolee, that's funny. Uh, uh, Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, we have you back. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to uh, read a couple of uh, comments and then I'm uh, kind of add my my two cents to that. Um, uh, okay. This comes from Ari Monroe. She says, uh, even guys that seem to have a good character play games. Uh, what happens if a guy plays cool until they think they have you? And then she wants to know. Oh, then then three months in, they drop a shit storm on you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the player. That's the player. She's she talking about the player. Yes, that's the player. She's talking about the player, to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, because they play them games until they got you. Right. And the player is very charming, you guys. The player is very charming. Of course, they're sweet. They're funny. You know, they're personable. You know, they're snappy dressers. You know, players, they look, they look, they got it going on in that way. But they they're call not players genuine. for no reason. Exactly. They're not called players for no reason. Exactly. They're playing the game. They're, look, most of it is lies and deceit and smoking mirrors. And at the end of the day, when the truth comes out, yeah, yeah, you're going to get your feelings hurt. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now, um. It's not, it's not to downplay you. You men out there, it's just what it is. You got some players yeah, out there, yeah. and they, they play the role. Yeah. Now, uh, now Ramsey said I was correct in my assessment of what he was saying. And then he says, right. plus, is she making herself not worth losing? Now, now Ooh, there's a, one. now I love that because, mm. and I, and I say this to men and women, right? Mm-hmm. It's real easy. Mm-hmm. I think every time you have a relationship that fails, and I guess if you're not married, right, you, your relationship failed, I guess, on some ter- levels, right? So every time you're in a relationship and the relationship is fails, I think it's a huge mistake blaming the person that yeah. you dated. Now, what I mean is sometimes people are genuinely, they did something to you as far as they cheated or they did whatever, and they messed up the relationship, mm-hmm. right? But... 
Right. Even in in that, you can find out what is you what is it that you did wrong. And because I'm not saying that, you know, necessarily you made them cheat on you or whatever is bad thing that you think that he did. But it's like you have to go back to the root cause. Like, what was it about them that you thought that they were going to be a good mate? You know, what was it? Where did you at what point did you fail during that relationship? You know, because you you failed somewhere. Yeah, because you're right, because they probably ignored a red flag. They probably just swept it under the rug and was like, oh, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt. You know, all oh, the benefit of the doubt is messed up. A lot of people up in the right. So I agree with that. You you had to learn not to sweep things under the rug. Act like it's minimal when it's not minimal. This is the lessons you have to take into the next relationship. And But see, some people let it make them bitter. Don't let it make you bitter. Let it make you better is what I've always heard. And it's very true. Make it a better, make it better you making better choices. Not bitter. Don't be bitter about it. Learn the lesson and then learn how to say, okay, that's a red flag for me. You, I can't do you, boo. I can't do you because that's a red flag. Yeah, a huge red flag. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, for all you guys listening, if you guys have any questions, just text me and I will get it in on the show. And let me know if you don't want me to mention uh, who you're, who you are. I won't mention the name of the person. But um, you know, like like I said, like um, there's always you can always look within to see what it is that you know what went wrong, what went wrong in the situation, right? You can always uh, look with within. And because it's real easy to sit back and say this person did this or this person did that. But it you know what? I like to focus on the things that I can control. And what I can control yeah. is my behavior. I can control uh you know yeah. um what I do going forward in the future. And Ramsey right. made a wonderful point in are you making yourself worth not losing? And a lot yeah. of times we can't really say that like you know we mm-hmm. can't really say that like a lot of times we're not you know you know we like to believe that we're these precious jewels that you mm-hmm. know can't be discarded but a lot of times it's not true you know like there's a lot of things well, for me for mm-hmm. me another love i'm always a this to my too uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure, and and for yes, me, look, I, I, I always I always say I'm not for every man, but <laughs> I'm a dang on good catch, and <laughs> and for the man that gets me, he is the luckiest man in the world. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but I'm not for every man. To be sure, I'm not. I know that I'm not. <laughs> but also, like, I think people have inflated views of themselves and what they're worth. And it's very hard. It's very hard to look yourself in the mirror and point out your flaws. And I'm not talking about look. We're all none of us is perfect, but mm-hmm. but you know, there's things that we can always work on and get better as a per, as a person, yeah. or whatever. You know, and and you got to also look at. I think you got to do a relationship autopsy. You know, <laughs> like like oh, what went yeah. wrong? Why did I? Yeah, you know, I why see. why did things end out the way that it did? Yada yada yada, and I think that that will help tremendously the situation. But you gotta be honest, 
And it's very but interesting. You know, I agree because, you know, I have a lot of, you know, issues that I need to deal with. Like, I have a very bad mom, and that's just in my family. If you were to meet my mom and my sister, even my little sister, we all have now that, you know, tend to be a problem. So you got to weigh out what's the problem and work on how to fix it. I agree with you. Everybody has flaws. You might think, oh, yeah, I'm a great cat. You can be a great cat, but you still have flaws that have turned a lot of people off. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm, I'm having a difficulty hearing some of what she's saying. I'm sorry. Okay, it wasn't just me. Okay, yeah, you were kind of going in and out. I thought me. I was like trying to adjust my headset. I thought it was me. Uh, but um, so you were saying that your, your your issues you said with your mouth, that your mouth is uh, uh, a little bit on the uh, flippant side of the game. Right. <laughs> At least you know. At least you it, know it that. Can be, it, it can be a huge issue because you know, and it. I'm, it's not a genetic thing. It just, you know, it runs in my family. But, like, when we see something or when we hear something we don't agree with, boom, we speak on it. And I just say, because every female in my family is a fire sign. We're all fire signs. <laughs> I'm a fire sign. Look, all of us on this phone yeah. is a fire sign. Like, <laughs> those fire signs, you got to watch out for those fire signs, baby, because we speak our minds. And it's not intentionally to hurt you, but it's just how we feel. And it just comes out. And a lot of people cannot handle that. A lot of people can't handle how to deal with fire signs and how they speak and how they move and how they operate. Now, we can come off to be very aggressive. Even when we don't mean it, we just come off to be very aggressive and like I was saying, it's not genetic. It's just when it comes to me, I'm a Leo. Yeah. My mom's a Leo. My older sister's a Leo. And my little sister, she's an Aries. So it's like when everything, you know, comes out, it's just out. Oh, There's um. No taking it back. <laughs> you, you, get a, you get a question from Shannon. She wants to know what is a fire sign? Fire sign, there's four signs to every, um, I mean, there's four elements to every sign. There's a fire sign, a water sign, an earth sign, and a wind sign. I can't break them down to you right now. I don't really know what they are. I just know that a Leo is a fire oh, I, sign. I, look, I, look I, know, I know them all. I know them all. And well, go ahead. For fire sign, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Uh, fire signs are Leos, which are born between late um, July and early August. You have Aries, which is born between late March and early April. And you have M me and Kitte, the Sagittarius, right. which is late November and early December. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Absolutely fire sign. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, Ramsey, yeah, and, Ram you know, it, it's fire. You know, what do you think of when you think of fire? You think of danger. You think of beware. You think of caution. You think of stuff like that. And a fire I think, sign. I think those are all uh, songs. 
I think those are all song titles by Mystical, by the way. We don't mean any harm. We we really don't mean to harm you. We don't mean to offend you. It's just how we are. We just tend to speak our mind and do what we please and hope for the best that you accept (laughs) what's coming from us at that point in time. And, you know, it's uh, a fire sign is not a passive sign at all. We're very aggressive, even though we don't mean to be. Now, uh, Ramsey makes a wonderful point. He says, if you're 30 plus and still talking about there's no good men or women, it's time to look at the one constant in all of your relationships, you. And I mean, it sounds like straight uh, Kente philosophy (laughs) right there. You know, you know, it's like um, there's always one common denominator in all your relationships and it's always you. And you can't fix the world. But you most certainly fix yourself. Right. <laughs> you know, you can well, definitely you fix yourself. You, then you can pinpoint what it is that you're doing wrong. And if you can pinpoint what it is you're doing wrong, then you can definitely fix it. Now, it's a matter of whether you chose to fix it or not. If you chose to be that arrogant person and you don't want to fix it and you feel like, oh, well, when somebody understands me, then they'll understand. No, it's not like that because us women, we're very sensitive. We, we, us women, we, we basically go off of emotion. And if you can't fix what it is that you know is a problem, nine times out of ten, you're going to be successful in a relationship. And I'm not trying to say you, Wancy, you know, but, you know, it just comes to men's period and women's period. If you cannot fix what it is that you know is a problem and you know is blocking you from getting what it is, prevent myself from having more success in the dating game, if you will, right? 
<clears throat> and one of the things I, I, I've noticed for myself, for example, um, or, or even in general, not just about myself, but in general, is that sometimes we can either get fixated on the wrong person and we just keep trying to make something work with the wrong person, or we just don't have a lot of exposure to more types of people. You know, we just have a, have a way of not dating enough, not going out and venturing out enough. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to fixate on any one guy. I'm not trying to fixate. No, no, no. I'm like, okay, I need to be very clear on the things that you possess, the things you don't possess, and if that's just not a right fit for me, I need to move on. There's no fixation there. I'm not going to try to make you something you're not. Then I'm going to keep trying to keep meeting new people. Keep me, keep the road, keep, keep meeting new people. It's not about sex. It's about meeting. It's about just communicating, vibing. If, if we vibe, like I said, if you make it to the second week with, with the road, then yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can make it beyond the seven day period, you get a second, you get, you get that first road, bro, you're doing something right. <laughs> because, yeah, I don't look, I give you a few days. I even made up a whole thing on my live feed, right? I, I was making a joke, right? About how the song Seven Whole Days by Tony Braxton. When, when Tony Braxton had that song, she was in her, what, 20? <laughs> now that look, I'm in my 30s, I'm going to be in my 40s. That song changed from seven whole days to three whole days. Okay? <laughs> three whole days and not a word from you. I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. But you and know what? I think, I think Tony Braxton and Mary J. Blige and a, and a lot of these people, they be getting women in trouble because... I, I be telling these women, you are not Tony Braxton. You don't get Tony Braxton rules, okay? You you are not Beyonce. Beyonce can say that. You not Beyonce, so sit down. Beyonce is because Beyonce is late compared to Mary J. Blige and Tony Braxton. Beyonce will get you in a world of trouble. If I ain't the rock, you ain't Beyonce, okay? You ain't never lie. <laughs> if I ain't the rock, you ain't Mary Beyonce. Mary J and Tony was a little more, little less hurtful with some of the things they was doing in the game. But yeah, Beyonce was yeah. really messy. <laughs> yeah. So, Beyonce, I, I, I had you Yeah, she has contradicting messages in her music. <laughs> One song, she's telling you, you know, you 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 you're not irreplaceable, boo. You can you can be replaced. To the left, so, to the left. Oh, you know, oh, you the like that song, oh, you that one. Song, I'm I'm let me cater to you. Let me cater to you. To independent women. <laughs> Put a ring on. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> that song, drunk love. If you you know that that song, drunk love, got a lot of hidden messages in it. Beyonce, have you done some things that you would, especially, I, I, y'all know I'm young. I'm 23 years old. But right. for y'all that are older than me, Beyonce, I have you doing some things that, you know, you ain't thought about before. Because Beyonce is useful. So she'll have you <laughs> drinking that watermelon. <laughs> I, 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 I got to call Beyonce and Mary J. I got to call Beyonce, Mary J, and, and even Tony Braxton out. They talk all that crap. But ain't, aren't they all? Uh, isn't a Beyonce man cheating on her left and right? And uh, Mary J. Blige just got dumped. She got her to the point where the sister had to go. I'll be like Beyonce. Seriously, seriously. I'll be like Beyonce. Sit your butt down. 
I'd be like, Beyonce, sit your dick. But now you can't stop your man from screwing up. Now I see why. Now I see my, why my mom and my aunt, and like I said, I'm, I'm young. I'm 23 years old. Now I see why my mom and my aunt tell me not to listen to that new school, listen to that old school. Cause that old school yeah. is just thinking. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. that's what we want. I know some old school, but I don't know it all. But the old school that I listen to, they have you thinking. They, you know, they, it helps you feel better. This new school music, it just gets you thinking about certain things. And nine times out of ten, that thing is sex. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what I listen to though, just the other day. I listen to Al Green. <laughs> I listen to Al Green. The, the I listen to Al Green. How can you mend a broken heart? I was a love and happy. <laughs> I'm listening to great Wait a, wait a minute. I love Al Green, but wasn't he the one that got them grits thrown on him for cheating? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Al Green? I, I, I think it was Al Green, wasn't it? It was Al Green and I think Lionel Richie got that too, right? They they both got the grits. Oh, go oh my God, Lionel I wish a woman would throw ooh. some grits on me, boy. That's a ooh boy. Ah. That's a whole other monster. Oh my God, man, that is that's pain. That sounds. Have you ever actually had some hot grits drip on your hand? Oh God. <laughs> oh God, no! So, yeah, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't fun. It ain't fun. So I just think you got a pot of hot grits thrown at you. Oh boy! But uh, yeah, but so we gotta have to work on uh, Sister Lauren too because you you are a younger lady and you are not you haven't been raised up in the uh, the proper music. Uh, <laughs> age. So you say this to me every time we talk. I'm not some old school. Okay, when you don't know who Tribe Called Quest is, some, I'm pretty sure, but we got She didn't know who Tribe Called Quest was. I'm like, <laughs> what are they teaching these kids now in school? They don't know who Tribe Called Quest is. That's that's sad. That's sad. Uh, but but yeah, you know we what? don't learn about the stylistics and Marvin Gaye and all that in, in music class. They should. You should know about that. You should know about Marvin Gaye. I get that from my mama. <laughs> well, your mom. You need to listen to your mama more often because she's like she yeah, my mom. Just like you're clear, Lauren. I have a daughter that's about your age. She is twenty one. She turned twenty one this year, and I definitely schooled my daughter. Right. That's what I'm mm-hmm. to be sure. Yeah, you don't want to watch me a parent. Mm-hmm. Now, now, we got a, another... My mom, she, she has me listening to that old school music, and sometimes mm-hmm. when I first hear it, I'd be like, Mom, what are you listening to? But then I, after I listen to it, I'd be like, oh, that's some good music. You know, and oh, I, yeah. I can admit, at 23 years old, I can admit, my music, my generation of music is is close to trash. It's not trash, it's close to trash. But that old school music, I love old school music. And granted, listeners, I'm sorry, but I can't name the names. I can't name the song, the name of the song. But when I hear it, I know it. And a lot of old school music that I listen to, Man, you just got to know what to listen to and when to listen to when it comes to that old school music because that old school music, it can either have you feeling happy or it can either have you feeling sad. And oh, my God, right? My mom had me listening to some music. Yes, Janelle. A lot of old school music that I've listened to when I got out of my, my um engagement, 
you know, I've heard the songs that my mom was listening to, and I was on a brink of tears, like, just ready to cry. <laughs> mm. And yeah, a lot of other music is really great for that. It's really great for that. The new school music isn't as great for that as the old school music is because they tapped into a feeling. They, they, they really express love and express heartbreak and express happiness and, and love and, and just life in a different texture and a different color than newer school music does. It's just yes, new school music wonders the TV wonders of the world, the Al Greens, the not like you said, the Commodores of the OJs of the world. The Michael Jackson's of the world just express music differently and just get tapped into the heart and the mind. Now um now we have yes, a, we that, have a uh, old school music has a lot of meaning to it. Like the um mm-hmm. The Betty White and the Shirley Murdoch, those those kind of music, that kind of music, it has a lot of meaning to it. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you can it's it's more easy to relate to versus this new school music. Sometimes you don't know what you can relate to. It's just it's good head bopping music. Mm-hmm. Now now we have a, a a statement just came in. Um, this person wants to remain nameless, uh, but it comes from a, a young lady. Uh, she says, too many men state up front that they are looking for something not requiring a commitment. How is that not eliminating any woman that might be seeking real and lasting, uh, something real and lasting? Therefore, keeping themselves single, how can they uh, then complain they are single? Uh, let me scroll down. Sorry about that. Uh, that they are single or for single women looking for something lasting. It's pretty sad when they just find men who say, who, uh, who, uh, who up front say, I am not looking for anything serious. Some of these guys won't even, um, some of these guys won't even uh, consent to being in a relationship and just want to call it friends with benefits or something like that. Some of these guys even go so far as to create some strange categories to avoid the word dating, like long-term monogamous, friends with benefits. Yes, this was, uh, yes, this was a real example proposal for a relationship in quotations. So the woman asks, asks, confused, how is that different from dating exactly? Uh, so, uh, okay, my thing is like this. Anytime when someone tells you the deal up front, you got to respect that. You may be disappointed that it ain't it ain't what you want, but if they're telling you they're not in in and looking for something serious, then if that if you're looking for something serious, then just don't be involved with them. I, and I understand you you you'll be disappointed because because you're interested in maybe more. You just got to move on. You know? You just got to move on. And I just want to say that you see what I'm talking about about being fixated. They, that people get fixated on certain people. And again, I, I'm talking from experience, and I've done it a couple of times myself, getting fixated on guys who cannot give me what I want. And now, like I said, I know in my in hindsight that that was a wrong way to go about it. And now I'm like, no, I, I can't get fixated. I don't care how attracted I am to that person, how much I like their personality, their conversation. If they're not looking for the same kind of relationship that I'm looking for, I have to let them go and just move on. It's just that simple. Right. 
And stop trying to and, and stop trying to put I a. I just say this, like what she just said. You got to understand, baby. They're giving you something you're looking for because they're they're looking. You're looking for that sign as to whether he's it or not, and he's giving it to you. So just think of it as a positive because he's giving you the sign that he's not relationship material right now. He's not ready. And it's your decision whether you want to hold on or not. But if he's giving you that sign that he's not relationship material, baby, you just got to let go. You have to let go. Because if you don't let go from someone who's showing you that they're not ready, that's on you. Then it then it becomes you. That's then, the problem. then it becomes your fault. Exactly. And that's what Brandy was talking about. And I gotta agree with that. Absolutely. Now, this exactly. now, now this young lady says, uh, this was on a uh dating website and trying this is the same lady who just wrote, you know, the long thing. Uh trying to find people that was interested in long term thing. I don't know these people even yet in real life. Uh so she was saying it was on a website of people that were supposedly looking for a long term relationship. So I think sometimes when people tell you, if if they put themselves on a an, on that kind of a rela- on site that they're looking for a long term relationship, and then when you actually answer their ad, and then they go, you know, I'm just looking for something short term. Sometimes that's kind of a kiss off. It's like in their way, a polite way of not really, you know, trying to get involved with you. It's like there's something about it's you. Their maybe. polite way of saying that all they're looking for is sex. Right. They can be interested in you. They cannot be interested in you. But one thing I have learned. Right. One thing I have learned on the online dating site is that pussy is pussy. It is what it is. I don't care if you look like um, Fiona from Shrek or if you look like Beyonce. Vagina is vagina. And if that's all they're looking for, you're the only one that's looking for, you know, if you're the only one that's interested in what they're saying and they're only interested in sex, that's what they're going to go for. So, sweetie, all I can say to you is weed out what's good for you and what's bad for you. If you're looking for sex, by all means, go for it. But if you're looking for a relationship, you have to learn. You have to... And all goes back to organization. You know, don't have too many expectations, but it's good for everybody to have expectations in order to find what it is that they're looking for. Don't have a list of 100 expectations and then get mad if you don't meet a list of 100 expectations. But, you know, if he, if he reaches most of those expectations and you're like, okay, well, it's not everything I'm looking for, but I can deal with it. And you honestly mean that, you know, deep down in your heart, you really mean that, then go for it. But communication is key. And this is just my opinion. I feel like in any situation you're involved in, whether it's intimacy, friendship, a job, anything, Granted, you have to know how to word yourself in each situation, but communication is key. You have to let that person know, well, I'm not just looking for sex. However you want to word it, I'm not just looking for sex. I'm looking for something a little bit long-term. You know, if you have kids, let him know. If your baby daddy is, you know, a, a different situation, let him know. But 
if he's not what you're looking for, don't settle. And I'm saying this to any man or any woman. If that person is not what you're looking for, do not settle. Man or woman, if you're looking for sex, let it be clear. If they're not looking for sex, let it go because you can become a creep. You can become somebody who 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 piques somebody else's interest to becoming a creep really quick. Mm. So whatever it is that you're looking for, just be honest. Just be honest and let it be known. This is what I'm looking for. This, that, and the third. Boom. If you get hit, you get hit. If you don't, you don't. But don't become a creep. People put charges for becoming a creep. Don't do that. I'm not recommending that you do that at all. You know, but if it's somebody that, you know, you feel like, okay, well, she's interested in this, but she's showing me signs or he's showing me signs that maybe I can just hit it and quit it. I can't, I don't know. Maybe that's what they're really looking for, but they're trying to do something else. But if it's not, you know, if it's not what they're looking for and you know it's not what they're looking for, move on. Move on. That's right. I guarantee now, you. I guarantee you, you'll find what you're looking for. You know, if you're really looking for a relationship, if you're looking for something long term, that is a lot harder. I'm going to be honest with you guys. It's a lot harder than finding something to hit and quit. That's right. Now, um, now another young lady says, um, I don't know if she wants her name said, so... Uh, let me know if it's okay. She says, it sucks. I had guys tell me they wanted to have an exclusive hookup, but not a, a relationship. What sucks is when you actually like the person as a friend, but they just want sex. So they aren't even interested in a friendship. Um, y- you know, th- that's real interesting. Okay, so... um. Okay, guys, most of the situations where we we enter in with women, we start off from a sexual place, you know? And um, so, like, uh, Chris Rock used to have to do this funny bit. I don't remember exactly how it went, but it was something to the effect that that every relationship started out with us trying to have sex with you, and then next thing you know, we're, we're walking down the aisle getting married, and we're like, how the hell did we end up here? You know, like, and and it's totally true, right? So er, just about every guy, when he first is talking to you, he's trying to get laid, right? And then something happens along the way. He realizes you're cool. He realizes that you're somebody that he wants to, you know, be with long term or whatnot. And then it ends up turning into a relationship. And that's kind of what happens. So I always say, don't be put off by a guy wanting to sleep with you because that's kind of the goal for most of us guys, right? Um, mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it's not what it starts out, it's what it becomes, you know, because every guy pretty much is going to want to sleep with you. I mean, mm-hmm. for the most part. You know, any guy that you... If you throw it out, my, yeah. my, my, issue, my issue is that, see, this is my thing. My issue isn't that you... You don't want to have sex with me versus you do want to have sex with me. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm, I have the issue with. The issue is the self-control in that thing. I, look, I'm all about, look, you got to have a certain amount of self-control with that. 
if you don't have self-control, then I can't be with you. <laughs> Real talk. Look, I want to have sex as much as you do, but I'm not going to get in the bed with you if I'm trying to establish a serious relationship with you. Again, there, look, there's parameters to this thing. If I want friends with benefits, then we're getting in the bed first thing. But if I'm saying, look, I, I'm dating with a purpose, I want a relationship, then no, I'm not going to be hopping in the bed with you first thing because I'm trying to establish a baseline for if we should be serious in this thing because I want a serious right. relationship. But see, though, that's you the thing, to, though. You know yeah. when a woman just wants a sexual relationship because mm-hmm. us women... We we can turn it on and we can turn it off. That's one thing about Absolutely. us. When yeah. it comes to yeah. sex, we can turn it on and we can turn it off. But with men, you guys seem and, and this is just uh, coming on, from pure experience. On, 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 on. <laughs> but see though, you know what? You just proved my point and you proved to our listener um why every guy wants to have a exclusive hookup relationship and the same thing mm-hmm. with our other person is because you just said something magical. You said that if I just want to have sex with you, we're going to have sex maybe right away. Mm-hmm. But if I want to establish a relationship with you, then I'm going to make you mm-hmm. wait. So what happens is what sounds better to a guy, the, Friends with benefits sounds better because you're getting some. So the make you wait, you know what you know what we see. We see the future with the make you wait and establish a relationship. This is what we see in our future. We see taking you out to restaurants and doing all this this sucker stuff and Mm -hmm. going home with a a extreme hard on, uh, (laughs) you know, and uh, (laughs) we see that future and that future looks bleak, sad, lonely, and a lot of uh, KY uh, or whatever you fellas may use to uh, break one off. Now, the one that sounds cool. This is why, you know, this is why I feel like Janelle said that it's it's in the guy's court because. We we can turn it on and we can turn it off, but if you feel like you know if if the conversation and if the chemistry is there, if we're worth waiting for, then you would show us. I mean, we us females have no problem with showing you that you're worth, you know, what we're looking for. You're worth it. You guys, a lot of guys have an issue with showing a woman that she's worth it. But if you're giving it away to another guy, if you're giving it to a guy you're not that interested in, but you just want to have sex with him, how do we look like Boo Boo the Fool that we're supposed to be so good that you want us to, you know, have a relationship with. So you're going to make us wait. But the asshole guy. But here's who, the, that's, that's the difference. You're not. I don't think you're really getting the different the difference between what I'm trying to say. If you're yeah. only worth a bone, then we're going to bone you. If we right. feel like you're only worth a bone, then we're going to bone you. And then that's it. You, then that's when you become friends with benefits. Hey, but, that, but that's a better life. That's a better life. Exactly. you Hold on, let me see. Player. I like. Well, I like that. I like that bone life better. Worth way more than just a bone 
or friends with benefits, then we're going to give you all of us. That's the thing with us women. We give our all. You know what I'm saying? If we feel like you're worth it. We, we, we can be like you guys. We can just bone and quit. Or we can just hit it and be friends and just call you, oh, look, I'm horny, come over. Or can I come over when we're horny? But you will get so much more if we feel like you're worth it. You know what I'm saying? It's simple as that. You can get the cooking, the cleaning, the washing of the clothes, the taking care of the kids, the the um, the house chores, the car duty. You can get so much more out of us if you prove that you're worth it. Bump that. You know I want to be. I, no, wait, 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 wait. Okay, you said your point. Guys, wait a minute. Everything up into emotion. We we are as women. And sometimes it's not a good thing, but sometimes it's a great thing. Us women are emotional creatures. Okay, you We're said emotional. your point. You said your and point. And if we feel like the emotion is there, then we'll give it all. But if we feel like the emotion is not there, then we'll fulfill your needs and our needs, and we'll just bone and, and, and quit it. That's it. Okay, you said your point. Now let me speak from a male perspective. If any guys out there, please feel free to uh, text me with any kind of replies or whatnot. But what I'm saying is... From a man's point standpoint, when he hears that, he feel all he hears is sucker. The guy that's just getting the pussy, the guy that's just getting the pussy, he winning, cause he has no commitment, he has no to be accountable for nothing. All he got is he goes home fulfilled, whereas your butt, who's supposed to be the good one. The one that you want to settle up with, he got a bunch of he got a bunch of restaurant bills. He got a bunch of uh, um, Valentine's Day candy that he didn't bought, and he has a bunch of uh, <laughs> you know, and he's sitting there proving stuff where the guy the the guy that ain't worth nothing don't have to prove nothing. He just get coochie. That sounds like but a losing proposition. This, but see, the thing is, this if that's his perspective, that's if that's his mindset. If that's his mindset that it, all he's looking at is all that he's putting out there but not receiving in return in terms of sexual sexual gratification, then, yeah, that's where he's going to be with it. But if he values the woman that he's doing all these things for, he won't feel slighted. He will feel very fulfilled. And Hell no. And what planet? And what planet? You have it. It's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal. And what planet? That's oh, all I'm trying to say. We don't think that far ahead. And we're very, we're very great. Us women are very great at winning out the difference. We know the difference. Sometimes it, it might take us a while to get it, but we're going to get it. We're going to get the, the, the BS compared to the real. We're going to get it. We're going to understand if a guy, like she said, if a guy's just going through some stuff and he got bills and he got this out the third and he was looking for somebody to pick up his slack, we're going to notice it faster than a man would notice it with us. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna we're gonna get it. It might, like I said, it might take us some time, but we're gonna know the difference between being sincere and being a user and abuser. And back to what Janelle said, that player type. Because you got people that, you got men that's going through some stuff, but then they put on that player persona to get what it is that they need when it comes to materialistic needs. 
we're gonna uh, we're gonna get it. We might fall into it, but before before too long, we're gonna understand what's going you on. Know, you know the guy. Is the guy. You know. Let me what? tell you how I get there. Let me tell you how I get there very quickly, Laura. You are so right. This is how I've learned to do it. <laughs> what do I do? And and see this. And they and people will say, "Oh, this, this is a faux pas." But no, this is how I this is how I cut through the bullshit real quick with that. On that front, I talk about the ex. I bring up the ex. Who's your most recent ex? Talk to me about her. <laughs> However you talk about her, that's gonna tell me all I need to know. However you decide, you talk about your most recent ex. It's gonna tell me, okay, he's still hung up on her. It's gonna tell me, okay, well, he's talking very highly of her, even though things didn't work out. Okay, I think she got something to ask about it, and that's great. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, so basically, you did, you don't have, you don't even had no recent relationship. You just said friends benefits and all over the place. Okay, again, it's gonna tell me everything I need to know about your most recent ex. But see, I, guess, I cut through, I cut through yeah. the But see, though, my my thing okay, is. My thing, wait, 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 wait. Hello? We're letting you in on some of our, our, our most deepest, darkest secrets. But don't take advantage of it because I guarantee you that woman intuition kick in and we will know. <laughs> okay, but see, though, here's my, here's my thing, though. Here's my thing is. That argument would only work with the one about, you know, I'm, I'm going to prove that he's worth it and all of that stuff. Or. If you just only slept with those guys, if you only slept with the guys, then that makes sense. Then you could say, okay, I'm going to prove that I'm worth it, blah, blah, blah. But when you're doling out coochie to guys that ain't worth the shit, but then the guys that are worth the shit, you put them through, uh, you know, uh, uh, the freaking challenge of the century, then it makes a guy go, it, it makes a dude go, you know what? Wait a minute! I, 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 because wait. women are such emotional creatures, though. Because women are such emotional creatures, understand that it would take a special man for us to want to do that. Because if we if we put you in the no, if we put you in the parental benefit zone, and that's what, look, if that's look, we will put you there. It has, we have no issue with that. Yes, we no, but, but you, you wait, 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 you missing my point, though. You, you missing my point. The way we look at it, see, men and women look at things differently. That makes that makes a lot of sense in a woman's brain. In a man's brain, that makes absolutely zero sense. That a guy that's wait a minute, I'm not done. I'm not done. Every man that we approach as women goes through the test. And that's how we, that's how us women I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not finished finish making my point. Whether you're a friend or whether you're a man that. He said men have to adjust based on that because if the goal is sex for men, then they do have to adjust to that kind of way of doing things. They do have to be the cat in order to get the sex that they want. And I get what he's saying. My thing is this, is that if you're adjusting in order to be able to have sex and you're never, you aren't worth it, boo. You're not worth it in you know, either way. Exactly. That's what we're trying to say. Exactly. You're not worth it. And that's exactly what I was talking about. And being in a relationship with a You're not worth it because you're about the conquest. You're not about the woman. You're not about a relationship. You're not about building with anyone. You're about sex and sex alone. I don't care if you're a good man or a bad man. You're about sex. 
Yes, we're all about sex. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Find that out either way. You'll get put in the fridge. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Or friends. Hello? Exactly. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I'm like, I, I'm talking and I just, I don't, I don't know. It seems like uh, I'm not coming through or something. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm serious. So, okay. No, I think you guys missed the point. Y'all missed the point, right? Okay. I'm, I'm going to explain it to you from a man's perspective, how we see it. Right. Okay. We look at every man, ninety. Okay, I won't say every man. Ninety-eight point nine percent of men, they look at all situations as they're trying to have sex. Right. So even that good guy okay. that's worth of something, 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 he wants to screw you, and that's what his main goal is. But what happens is on his way to trying to have sex with you. He falls for you and he be, he all of a sudden wants to be in a relationship, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right? Mm-hmm. right. So when a woman <laughs> okay. says, when a woman says to a guy that if you are a guy that is worth, like I, I've deemed a guy that I want to have a relationship with and build something with, you're worth a shit. Then I am not going to sleep with him right away. I'm going to put him through a bunch of tests and do all this stuff. And and if he's worthy, then he will get the coochie. But then you also turn around and say, now, some guys, I know they ain't worth nothing. They're only good to me is sex. So I'm going to just give them sex right off the bat. You're giving a man an option. Like you're putting, he's like this. Well, shit, sign me up as the guy you just give sex because the worst thing is you jump through all those hoops and do all this crazy stuff. And then you don't even get it anyway. Then you look like boo boo, the freaking fool. That guy that wasn't worth nothing that you just gave the coochie away, uh, willy nilly, you know, he didn't spend nothing. He didn't work for it. He didn't do nothing. You just gave him the pussy. So well, we don't wait, 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 I'm not finished. We're not going to do anything that we don't want to do. No, what I'm saying is the guy feels like he is stupid because he didn't put how many guys out there put a lot into a woman, you know, and then she pulls some, you know, uh, she gives you the what is it when when you give somebody a rose? Do they stay or do they leave? I forgot. I don't watch that show. The one they get to stay. They get to stay. Okay. They don't get to stay after the. um, they don't get to stay after you drop the rose, right? Or don't drop the rose, mm-hmm. right? So, right. So he looks like a fool in his mind. He wasted his time, wasted his resources, wasted his emotional investment. Whereas that guy that wasn't worth the shit, you know mm-hmm. what? He put he he put up absolutely nothing and got everything. He got the draw. Okay, now, but now if you, but no, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. I gotta make. I gotta make one more point. Wait, I gotta make one more point. I gotta make one more point. We can say the same thing for women in the sense of us putting our bodies through that thing when we don't get what we want in the in in the end game. If we want marriage and we decide, well, you know what, I like this guy and I feel like you know dating him for a few a few days or for a couple weeks or so. I like him enough. And I want, I feel like he could be a good guy for a candidate for a long-term relationship, marriage, whatever, right? And they say, okay, pretty early on, let's have some sex. Yay! 
about two or three weeks in, let's have some sex, right? Then we don't give a week. We don't end up in a hurry. That was a waste of our resources and our fiscal resources. No, but see, though, you, 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 y'all conveniently cut me off. Y'all conveniently cut me off before yeah. I make my point. Y'all conveniently cut me off before I make my point. The point I was making mm-hmm. was that argument only holds water if you don't fuck anybody until they jump through the hoops. The fact that you fuck certain people at, right off the bat and then other people you make jump through hoops is where is where is the chink in the armor. If you didn't fuck anybody until they jump through the hoops and they prove themselves worthy, then the, then a guy can say, okay, you know, let's see if I'm, you know, if he if he wants to play that game, great. But if he's seeing you, you just screwing dudes left and right, and then you get to him and you're talking about you need to jump through hoops. He's like, fuck you. But why? But why? Because. You need to do it. You you screw anything before you realize she's the one. So why can't we have our fun just like you have your fun? That's where that's what I don't agree with when it comes to double standards. It's a double standard. It ain't a double standard. How's it a double standard? It is a double standard. And, and it's and, a double and, standard and, because and, you guys can screw whoever you want to screw. Yeah. But I, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it doesn't pay. Before you realize she's the one. But when we screw whoever we want to screw before we realize that he's the one, then we're we wrong. Why are that wrong when you guys do the same thing? We're making ourselves quote unquote damaged goods as women. We're making ourselves damaged goods on these streets, having sex with many, multiple men, while y'all are not making y'all, y'all aren't damaged goods. Y'all can have sex with a hundred women, and and when y'all get to hundred and one and marry her, y'all are great. Y'all are pristine. Let let women do the same. Exactly. Let me let me ask you a question, Janelle. As men call us, we're ran through. We're all these different things. We're not worthy of marriage at hundred and one. Let me let me let me ask you a question, Janelle. Mm-hmm. Okay, Janelle, this is a question to you. Okay. You meet a guy, he's wonderful. Wonderful guy. Great guy. Mm-hmm. But he's a virgin. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking with him? You, you you asked me this question on purpose. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. See, this is when people use what they know against you. This is when people use what they know against you in question in the line of question. You want him to on the record. Because okay, and to be fair, right? Can't say I've had this discussion. Uh-huh. <laughs> he knows how I feel about experience. Right. He knows that and he knows that he knows we had discussion about how women do value. Most women value men who have a certain level of sexual expertise that they bring to the table. And and how, on the flip side, how men value more virginal women. This <laughs> is real talk. So, right. again, my thing is this. And so in terms of marriage value, I'm not talking about sex value, I'm talking about marriage value. So, in the, in the, in the, so, so, to answer your question, I do not want to marry a virgin. No, I do not. Right. Absolutely not. I don't want to marry a virgin. That will be for me. That's unequally yoked. <laughs> I don't want to be unequally yoked. Sexually. So all we I doing, all we doing is getting our sex game up. We just getting our because y'all because women prefer men with experience. Men, men, you know what? We're so nice that we're willing to give a a newbie a shot. 
You know, because that's how kind yeah, men are. We willing, we willing when to break y'all in. Sexual things y'all want to preach, but when it comes to marriage, y'all want a virgin. Let's be, let's be real talk. Let's be real talk. Well, you know, but but see, though, no, it's that, it's that we know that the young virginal girl, you know, she could take advantage by a wolf. So we want to, we we want to shield her from that. That's all. That's all it is. No, <laughs> no, that's not how it is with every man. Because whether she's a virgin or not, you're still gonna come off. You're still gonna get off, whether she's a virgin or not. But with us women, you you just gotta admit we have a spot that needs to be reached. And if you're a virgin, you don't know how to reach that spot. That's oh, why it's man. different. You can train a negro because up. It doesn't matter, Kente. It really doesn't matter. And I really, really, seriously, deeply have to interrupt you on this subject because I'm 23 years old and I'm experienced when it comes to sex. And I have had a virgin man, and he just does not know what to look for, what to read. You got to learn. You got to learn something. He does not know. Exactly. You have to, a man has to learn through experience, but all a woman has to do when she's a virgin is lay on her back. That's not true. And just the tightness of her alone is going to get you off. That's all you need is that tightness. Whether she's experienced or whether she's a virgin. If she's a virgin, she automatically has that tightness. If she's not a virgin, she knows how to get that tightness. She knows how to work some people, baby. Don't get me wrong, baby. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But what I'm saying, though, so is... That right there, that argument, that huge statement has gone and put me void, baby, because that is, that's a completely different story. Now, when it comes to emotion, that's another story. But when it comes to just sex, Kente, you, you don't win that fight. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you I, don't yes, win I that did. Fight. Yes, I did. A virgin female... It doesn't have to do much. All she got to yeah, do is yeah, run on her back and her tightness alone to get you off. No, that's not true. But a virgin man? That's not true. You got to train up cannot. a virgin woman. You got to train her up. And guys, we're willing. We're more willing to train a woman up than y'all are willing to train us up because we're nicer. Okay. So you mean to tell me that a virgin woman, a virgin woman can't get you off by just laying on her back? No, I like, I like activity. I like activity, okay. but no, but but that's no, but that's not the okay. point. But Maybe like, but wait a minute, you. wait a minute, Maybe wait a minute. Let me make the but point. Most men out there, most men out there, all it takes is that tightness. Let me make a Yeah. Let me make a point though. Let me make a point. The point I was making is that I want to go back to what we were saying. Is the point is that if you want to put that standard on a guy that he needs to jump through hoops, then make all the guys you fuck with jump through hoops. Not just the guys that are worth something because why should he present himself as worth worth something if at the end of the day, all he's going to do is jump through hoops and then he done wasted his time. You know, it's not a way that's what I'm saying. You could, it's not a way if a woman on our men if you are looking for marriage as well. It's not a way. It is it's a way. not because if you're both having that goal in mind, 
then it's not a waste. It's a risk, a risk that you take in the goal of getting to know someone worth marriage. And if that's the case, right. if the you goal is all I'm going to it's a goal and is a waste. You're right. You're right. No, it's a waste if it's it, it's not a waste if she ain't giving it out like candy, and then to everybody else. But but if if she the subject like what? Okay, I get your point, and I want you and our viewers to understand that you know I get your point. I'm not dismissing your point, Uh but what I'm saying is, with with and when it comes to a lot of women I know, we put all our men through tests, and that's how we categorize you when it comes to a potential marriage or a potential. Uh, bone or potential friend, whatever the case may be, we put all of you guys through the test. And it depends on who passes that test and which category we put you in. It's not that, you know, you keep saying, well, the the potential guy has to jump through hoops and, and all this other stuff. I get what you're saying, Kente, but you, to me, in my opinion, every last one of you has to jump through hoops. In order for me to categorize you, thank you. In the right category, she she is so right because at the end of the day, you could call it jumping through hoops all you want. I just call it look. You are who you are, and whether or not it's all about what I for me from a woman's perspective, it's about what I want to deal with. And if I decide, look, you're you look, you are somebody who's cool, but I just want some sex. And if, I, if I'm going to put you in that category, that's a category you're born in. It doesn't matter if you have a great character. It doesn't matter if you have a great look, a great job, or a great car, whatever. If I'm going to put you in the category, that's where you're going. And if you, and if I feel like you are somebody that I want to date and get to know on a deeper level for a relationship, that's what you're going in. It doesn't really, for me, like I said, it doesn't love. At the end of the day, if I want to bone you, I'm going to bone you. I don't care how good you are, how bad you are. I just don't care sometimes. I just want to do that. And, 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 and again, so it's all about where I'm at, really. And it, it really doesn't have to do with any double do hoops. At the end of the day, it's about what I want. Because sometimes I do want just sex. And I'm only going out there for just sex. And other times I do want a relationship. And I'm, and I'm not going to say I want that relationship. And, and to be fair, what I, lo- what, I, what, what I love is to just be able to have sex with a guy on the second or third date, right? And feel like he still felt like, oh, you're your relationship material. That's not how men think. Let's be real talk. Most men, most, and I think all, most men, if you have sex with them on the second or third date, you become a oh, you are not marriage material. This is why we don't have sex with y'all until the tenth date. Because y'all do that. Hey. Do that to us. Don't make us have to do that. You guys put the standard on that thing. That's what I'm trying to say. It's you guys that put the standard on who's worth marrying. And so us women have to adjust to say, oh, my God. So they feel like if you have sex with them on the second or third date, you're a hoe. You're not married material. So what do we have to do with women? We have to stop the sex. We have to say, let's wait to the 20th date to have let this guy have some sex with us. So we can right, feel so like we're married material. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. But this is what but I say, though. Okay, things in order to not get that stereotype on us. Well, well, actually, I'm going to say something
But see, though. But, I mean, like Janelle said, to be honest, if I just want to screw you, I'm going to let you know, look, I just want to screw but Point but blank. here's my thing though. My you don't get the tag off you just because you told me to wait. You gotta tell everybody to wait. We all gotta wait. Oh, if, if you if you, you wait wait no 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 tell everybody. No, no Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, and that's why I started to tell all men to wait too. Oh yeah, I, I'm there with right. you, Kinsey. I am. You absolutely no. What, right. No, what I'm saying, and but but a lot of women don't do that though. You got, you got to right. admit though, a lot of women don't do that. They they make certain right. men a wait, and they they make certain men wait. They make the good ones wait. You're right. And the, the assholes, they just come on in. Coochie, his coochie on the well, platter. But but again, this is what I'm saying with that is that sometimes we as women need that itch scratch. We don't need a scratch as much as men, most of us, but we still need a scratch sometimes. And then that's when we do go into the, okay, I'm okay with some friends with benefits for one-night stand mode. Especially for us fire times. I, I, I don't know about other times. I know five times. We definitely that's do that. That's why. Especially Sagittarius. We, we are the... And look, we, it's, very, it's, very well, it's very well documented. That Men are from Mars and women from your are you from Uranus. It makes to me it makes it's stu- to me it's completely dumb that you're gonna give away your coochie to an idiot, but the good guy you're gonna be like, Nope, nope, you're gonna have to jump through hoops, you're gonna have to sign paperwork, you're gonna have to the uh, the Pope has to That's sign off on this. The reason for that is because of the male standard of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable for a marriage material woman. 
This How are you marriage material if you're giving it away? It because of you guys. No, but if you're giving it away. No, if it's sad that you put you in your own category. It's not... If you guys would not say you had sex with me on the first or second date that equals you being a hoe and you're not married material, we would not treat you guys like that. But if you... But wait a minute. Hey, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Alright. What I'm saying is... Damn. Without you talking about sex or bringing up a sex story or without how your balls are blue or my ass that sounds like a bunch of bullshit all right uh they know guy that feels privileged y'all are on some crack that i don't even ever want to come across if you really think there's a guy that thinks that if you think there's a man that think i i pity for the man that thinks that that's a privilege to be sitting there with blue balls while jimmy the loser is is just fucking away on what planet does that make any damn sense? Where does that make Money sense? It makes no sense at all. It's absolutely idiotic. Is if you're a good guy, right? If you're a good guy that women want to put in that category of I'm not going to... I don't want to be a good guy. I want to date him, right? Let's say you're in that category. Let's say you're... Let's, let's call that man... Um, let's call that man Jack, right? Let's say Jack is the great guy. He's... He's the woman that, you know, he's the one that women are making you say jump through the hoops and all these things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, you know, if you are like Johnny, I'm going to call him Johnny, you know, the guy who is the bad boy that does get the sex and all that stuff, right? All I'm saying, I've made this point, and I'm going to try to make it a little bit differently. You, Jack and Johnny are in the same category. Y'all are both in the four keys. Y'all both want sex even though you may have a different way of trying to go about it. The player, you're a player. It's playerism. It's, you, you might not be the parolee, you're the player. And all I'm saying is that, is that all of you all want the same thing. You just want the set. The urban renaissance man is who we're trying to be with, okay? Oh, that's the one that we do make, quote, unquote, jump through the hoop and, and say, okay, because, again, he can recognize, okay, look, this woman has a sexual, she has a sexual desire, but does that mean because she gives it to me straight up that she's not marriage material? The urban renaissance man can cut through the bull, and he doesn't have to think of us in those kind of black and white contexts. And he can say, okay, yeah, she is working. No matter when she has sex with us, she's still working. 
See, the four kids, y'all don't know how to have that kind of mental acuity about it. Y'all want to put us in the whole or not whole category. So what do we have to do? We have to be the not host to get the man to be. But, but how are you he, not a hoe if you're sleeping with Jimmy the loser? That's worse. To me, that's worse. Sleeping with Jimmy the loser. But wait, 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 wait a minute. You sleeping with Jimmy the loser on the drop of a dime, but but uh, Jimmy or or, uh, or or Sonny the the great guy, you're like, nope, you gotta wait. Makes no sense. It, no, on no planet does that make any sense. If you told because guys that, across the board, it's it's the reason why we do that is because of men. Understand that it's you guys Forgetting that we're playing. No, we you're not. It's you all that do that. If you want to play the game, then don't give nobody no coochie. Don't give no so, one coochie. So Wait till. Let me ask you a question, you guys. As, as a man, you don't, you know, have certain testing criteria that women have to pass in order for them to, you know, put in categories. Because you, you're putting it on us, women, and we, we're stuck here. Me and Janelle are stuck here trying to defend ourselves. talking to i'm talking to you Kente. oh You're sorry man. Uh, no 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 i'm sorry uh i got i got uh, distracted for a second uh no no um what i'm saying is this is i understand what you're saying totally right women um okay women don't want to be labeled a hoe so they um you know so they don't want to put out too early because they don't look like hoes but you defeat your purpose if you only don't put out to the good guy, but the asshole you put out to, that's still hoish. That's actually worse hoish. Okay, that's that's hoish time 10. No, it's not hoish. Let me tell you why it's not hoish. Because if we're in that mindset that we only want sex and we're just looking to get that itch scratched, then that is, look, we're doing the same thing y'all are doing this mess. Y'all want you can't do like us. You can't be like us, man. The difference is with us is that we don't always leave. It's going to be an advantage. We got to have an advantage. That's the difference. How do we have an advantage? Because just like we got, just like, just like we have a vagina you guys want, y'all got dick that we want. So how do we have an advantage? No, I said we, no, we, I said, y'all, why, why is everything got to be equal? Why can't we have an advantage? I'm saying us have an event. Why, why can't everything be equal? We all human. Can say, let me go back to my question. We're not all human. And I don't think you heard me. I want to ask you the same question you asked us. Okay. Because we've been on this topic for a while now. And I just want to get the male point of view. Mm-hmm. And because like you said, when the show started, nine times out of ten, you're ready. Boom, let's get it. But how do you, as a man, 
harder. It's harder for us to get in that that white key zone than it is to get in that I just want to screw you zone. So how do you, as a man, categorize the woman, and what is it that she's done that put her in that category? That makes her worth it. That makes her worth it. Like Ramsey said, what is she doing to make herself worth it? Let's hear that. Yes. Thank you, G. Yeah, let's get that. All right. I, I can, I can tell you what puts you in the wifey zone. I can tell you what puts, puts you in the wifey zone. One is okay. having basic intelligence is, okay. is puts you in a wifey zone. Two is mm-hmm. that you want a woman who can... You can close your eyes and you can picture being the mother of your children and your wife. You want someone that's not going to embarrass you by her presence in public because she don't know how to act. We at the we at the Trayvon Martin uh, um, uh, protest and she twerking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we want we, we want women who carry themselves with some sort of decorum, right? Uh, unless you're right. just a chucklehead okay. dude, unless you're a chucklehead guy, because I'm not saying every guy looks like looks for that, because you got some idiots that like that madness. But also, True. you want a woman who, like I said, carries herself with dignity, who keeps a home, knows how to keep a home, that you know mm-hmm. that your kids, if y'all have kids with each other, that could be eating McDonald's every day. That um, mm-hmm. also that. When you come home, you come home to a great environment and that you um, <laughs> you come to a great environment and you um, and you also feel you feel the warmth. That's the kind of woman you want. You see as wifey because it'll start out as I want to have sex with her. But then when she starts exhibiting those those features, then you're like, man, she's more than that. I don't want to just have sex with her. I actually want to have a family with her. I actually want to build something with. But if you don't feel okay, those... Okay, but Kente, it's the same with us. It's the same way with us. We have to know those same attributes. We have to know, okay, if I'm home taking care of the kids, is he going to provide? Is he going to be able to provide? Is he going to yeah. embarrass me when we are in public? We have to know those same exact things. So why is it wrong that us women have a different way of proving that than you do? So why why is that complete BS, as you said, is total BS? Why does it have to be total BS in order to put you through those? Because whether you want to say it or not, you're putting a woman through tests just as well as we're putting you through a test. It's just your way of putting us through a test is different because you're a man. You have a more masculine way of putting us through a test. So why yeah. is it wrong when we do it? I, I didn't say it was wrong. Woman, I never said it was wrong. That's willing, hold on, let me finish. If you see a woman that's willing to give it up, but she's not wifey material because she doesn't pass all your tests, I can't say, I guarantee, I, well, I can't guarantee, but nine times out of ten, most men out there, they're going to hit it. They're gonna hit it. If the pussy is being thrown to them, you gonna catch. Most men are gonna hit it. Now, me talking to you personally, but she, if you throw it, but if you throw it, but let's check this out. You're not but, gonna take the pussy but, if it's thrown to you. It's, it's but, a situation, you know. But I, I don't want to set myself. Right. But I don't want to set myself as some kind of monk 
or something like that. I'm a I'm basically a, a, like most dudes because I hate when people always want to okay. set themselves. I want to. I hate when people try to set themselves up as like I'm so unique and whatever. I'm not that unique. In some ways I am. Some you ways I'm not. Unique. But wait, wait. You but are. let me let me okay. make my let, wait. Hold on a minute. Let me make my point though because you you said a lot and I want to I want to address it right. I don't I don't have a problem with women making men jump through hoops. I really don't. I think you I I like the woman that does that, but they gotta be consistent with it. They can't when you sit there and give your body to some asshole freely, and then you wanna turn to somebody that's worth the shit and then make them do all of that, then that makes that guy who might be worth the shit feel some kind of way about it because he's like wait a minute i just seen you with june bug and i know he didn't jump through no dang hoops so can say you guys do it as well i'm not talking about whether is not marriage material, right? We know this, right? And we know Junebug is definitely a parolee well, and he's definitely a player. Then yeah, it's easy time. just to say, okay, because I can just have sex with Junebug. I ain't trying to make him a husband. Uh, he's not a husband. You're not marriage material if you fucking Junebug. If a woman would lay down with Junebug, that's what I'm getting to. It disgusts us that you would lay down with Junebug. So we're like, you obviously. Okay, but if y'all never start being more like understanding, if y'all never be more It sound like a pass to me. It sound like a pass to me. It's over. It's over. 
But why does it have to be that way? You know what I'm saying? First of all, listeners, I'm not condoning cheating. Don't go out there and cheat on your girl. Don't go out there and cheat on your man. Don't do it. I'm not condoning that. All I'm saying is that double standard is always there. Any situation when it comes to the sexes, there's always that double standard. Double standard. I find it hard to find any aspect of a double standard agreeable with. It's not agreeable with. Because if a man can do it, why can't a woman do it? A woman has to be a hoe, a thot, a trish, a a bitch, anything. She has to be everything in the book. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and it's, but it's like, but so it's like you said, at the end of the day, if the double standard has over. to Yeah, yeah. If the double standard has to be what it is, right? If we're just going to cut it, cut it, cut it dry, and cut and dry and say, the double standard with men and women is what it is, then, then you all have to understand that it is what it is. Y'all got to jump through the hoops and without the same. Shit. In order to get that. It is what it is. The same way we got to put up with being called a hoe, if we had sex with a lot of men, y'all got to put up with being put in that category of husband material. Y'all I ain't jumping through no damn hoops like that. It is what it is. Because if a woman is called a hoe, if a woman is called a hoe, it's derogatory. But if a man is called a hoe, it's a compliment. Okay. It's a compliment. It is. It is. All right. You slept with this dude. I mean, you slept with this girl. And your point? (laughs) But if a girl is called a hoe, it's derogatory. Why is that fair? It's wrong. It's rude. It comes off in those manners. But if a man sleeps with multiple women, it comes off as a compliment. And I don't feel that that's right. Like, if I can say... If I called you a man whore, nine times out of ten, a lot of men, a lot of men, if I called them a man whore, they would smile about it because it comes off as a compliment. It's true. But if I called a girl a whore, she ready to fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that goes back to the double standard because a man can call a woman a hoe, a whore, however they want to phrase it. It comes off as offensive. But if a woman calls a man a hoe or man whore or however she wants to word it, it's a compliment. And that goes back to the way of the way of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Even though us women we've made mistakes, we've probably slept with a lot of men. But nine times out of ten when we find that one, we regret what we've done. Which is why it comes off offensive. You slept with this many guys. We could all we could both sleep with twenty one guys. Let's just say twenty one is the magic number here. If I'm in a relationship with a man and he brings up the fact that I slept with twenty one men, we feel doubtful about what we've done. We feel, you know, like we shouldn't have done it because this good man I got, he's offended by it. But if I tell a man that he slept with 21 women, he ain't going to feel bad. Nine times out of ten, and once again, viewers, this is only through experience. He's going to feel proud of what he's done because that's experience under his belt. That's your fault. He had a woman that (laughs) sucked his from the back. He had a woman that rubbed his ass cheek. He had a woman that that licked his balls and sucked his dick at the same time. He had a woman that he he had one woman for every experience he want, he had a one to accomplish. So therefore it's a compliment. And 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 men and, and men don't even realize that they can have all of that in one woman 
but they so busy trying to make uh, a virgin into a housewife instead of a hoe, that's what that's where their problem is. Boom. Instead of saying, you know, you can't make a hoe into a housewife, but you want a hoe. But you want that sexual hoe. The backwards mind lies of men. That's what I'm talking about. The backwards lies. Wait a minute. That's why no. they married a virgin and they want to fuck the O. Wait a minute. No. I've heard a lot of men that said, I want a hoe that this is a hoe for me. Yeah. But why does she have to be a hoe? Why does she have to be classified as a hoe? Exactly. Exactly. Well, even though she's just for you. Why does she have to be classified as a hoe? That us uh, as women, that lets us know that you thought about us as hoes before we got with you. Boom. Granted, there was that opportunity where we we passed some tests or we did something that that outstanded you, but still you yep. thought of us as a hoe. Men put us in the hoe category, we become no housewife. We a hoe, we not a housewife. That's straight up talk. That's real talk. If you see That's a guy crazy. wearing a romper, you put him in a category. Why can't we wear rompers? That's that. That's a double standard. It's not fair. Y'all can wear rompers. It's all right. Why can't we wear rompers? <laughs> You're okay with it. Everybody you know is okay with I'm it. Whole, you know I'm a your mom and your, you, you know, your, um, your mentors are not okay with it. But as far as people in your class, your class, um, your age class, they're okay with it. You get props for that. The you don't. Exactly. Okay, y'all are really good. I got to give y'all women credit because y'all totally took it off of what the point I was getting at. Because what I was saying is... It wasn't even about being a hoe or not being a hoe. It was basically the basic thought of a guy look at a situation and the the road that's better is the road of being Junebug. Junebug is doing great because Junebug, he don't have to put down on nothing. He gets all the goods. Until, until Junebug gets to be 50 and want a wife. And now he can't look. At the end of the day, Junebug uh-huh. gets to be a hoe as long as he want to be a hoe. Then when he's ready to go and be a husband and get him a wife, he can do that. Women are not that fortunate in life. No, of course not. Of course but not. We can't do that because that's it always falls in our face. But, but, but you men, yeah. you can hoe around as long as you want to, and then when you're ready to settle down, it's okay. But we can hoe around, and then when we get ready to settle down, it gets thrown in our face how many men we've slept with. Even if we're honest with you and be like, okay, I slept with, let's just say, 42 men. Why does it matter, though? You know what I think? Why, why, why does it matter? You know what I think would be more equitable, Lauren? I think that we, as women, we need to start marrying their virgins, too. I think we need to start marrying Here we go. What you think? I'm also going to think we need to marry some virgins. Here we go. I'm a virgin, y'all. I need a virgin. Ladies, I'm a virgin. I just want y'all to know I'm a virgin. I need a virgin. I'm a virgin. I, I had a uh, I had penis I had penis rejuvenation surgery. Wait 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 a minute. I had wait a minute. I had I had penis rejuvenation surgery. My penis was rejuvenated. I had a priest, a rabbi, and an iman. They all blessed my penis. Oh, you you, you asked for repentance. 
Right, so I'm, I'm just saying you, out there. But no, but seriously though, seriously, real talk. Um, like I said, I don't mind a woman making a guy go through hoops. Uh, you know, like I said, because the way I look at it is either you gonna do it or you're not. Either I'm going to jump through those hoops because I feel like that's somebody I, I want to or not, or I, exactly. you just going to move on. And um, exactly. so, but you know, like I, like me. But with the woman, it's like, dang. With the woman, we feel like, okay, she's doing all this. It's, it's just like, it's rejuvenating. It's just like, damn, like, He's really interested in me. He's doing all this, and he doesn't have to. Right. We always know in our heart he can move on to the next girl that'll give up whatever it is that he's looking for. But when we find that man, because we know it's harder for you than it is for us. And when we find that man, and it's just like he's doing everything that I want and everything that I need, it's not always about what you want. It's, It's about what you need as well. Like, I can't relate, but like Janelle said, she's a mother of two. A lot of men can't deal with the woman that already has children by another man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that comes from... That's why I only I only mess with women who got... Children. That's why I only mess with women who got children by other women. Oh, <laughs> 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 Oh man! Now, I, I gotta say though, I gotta say, ladies, this is this has been a great conversation. I mean, this is just the first one, and I thought, man, this is like this is really great. I, I love, I love it when men and women can come together and disagree, and it be good. You know what I mean? Like, cause I feel like because yes. a lot of times people get all hurt and you know and you know because we're not gonna always agree because we come we see things from totally two different sides. And one reason why I knew that this would be a good show with both of you guys, both of you ladies, I'm sorry, <laughs> is that um, <laughs> is that um, because you guys have strong opinions, and that you don't you don't fall you're not shrinking violence you're not gonna fall apart just because I don't agree with you or you know and you know I'm not going to either right. I'm not I don't believe it or not I don't need everybody to agree with me even though uh, the world would be. The world would be perfect if everyone agreed with me, but I realize you know you can't get everything, can't get everything you want in life. But no, this has been a great conversation. I, I thought we'd probably do, you know, 30, 40 minutes. I should have known better, but this is great though. I'm glad. And um, you know, uh, our next our, our next conversation that we're gonna do, uh, I like to do it as as soon as you ladies are ready. Um, you know. Um, um, the next conversation is going to be, we're going to talk about actually masturbation and, uh, a great title is masturbation an abomination among other topics as well. But that's going to be our main topic, um, okay. which I think it's, uh, it should be an interesting one, but, um, thank you to everybody who came out and, uh, check this out. Cause I didn't really, really promote it. Cause it was kind of spur of the moment, uh, type deal, but you know, uh, but still a lot of people, uh, came and checked it out and participated. So what I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna set up a a a, uh, a place so that because like the messages were coming all over the place. So I, I like to try to keep everything together so we all can see where everybody's messaging. So, um, but thank you so much for everybody who was listening. 
uh, all the ladies. Uh, actually, there was way more comments that were coming in that uh, we didn't get a chance to uh, read. But um, let me see if there's any like little highlights that um, uh, Aries says. I am pers I personally a, a loyal person. I don't have interest in being with multiple people. But guys, regardless, will want to sleep around even if you are only interested in them only. They already are looking at somebody else. Uh, and then she said other things as well, but that was one of the things she said. And then, um, we had another, uh, thing is not giving it to anyone else. You know what a guy said to me, uh, about waiting for this guy. He said I was an idiot and desperate. Ooh, shit. So, uh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty deep. So, uh, I'm sorry, but I got, I just got to say, baby. Um, Kim, say what was her name again? Uh, she didn't want to give her name. Okay, well, sweetheart, you know who you are. You're not desperate, and me as a woman, I understand you're looking for what you're looking for. Don't ever let a man downplay you or degrade you when it comes to what it is that you're looking for. You want what you want. I just do want to say, sweetheart, don't have too many expectations. Sometimes you got to let some expectations go, but as long as he meets those major criteria, then he's good. But don't ever let a man downgrade you, ever. I definitely agree with that. Don't ever let a man downgrade you unless that man is Kente. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm only kidding. Don't, don't send me hate mail. Don't send me hate mail. But, um, but uh, once again, uh, we have Lauren... Um, you want to say any last words uh, before we go? Yes, I thank you guys for listening in. And for those of you who commented, I thank you very much. And um, I do want to say that I'm sorry we couldn't get to all of you guys' comments, but this is just the beginning of a very good season of the Underground Spotlight. And we'll be back and we'll be talking about a lot of topics that you know, most people don't feel comfortable with bringing up, but we, we will bring it up and we will, you know, answer as many questions as we can. Just keep following us and keep listening and we're here for the advice of you guys. And thank you so much for listening in. All right. And now Janelle, any last words? Thank you, Kenshay. Um, I just want to first thank you for the opportunity to come and uh, just have such great dialogue with yourself and Lauren and all the listeners. Um, and uh, it's been really, really a great experience for me. I love, you know, I love podcasting and stuff. So this is right up my alley. <laughs> I um, just want to also thank the listeners to, you know, just say, you know, we appreciate your contributions and just piggybacking off what Lauren said to, you know, apologize for us kind of getting into our, <laughs> our, our, our uh, points awesome. of view that we may have missed some of you guys' you know, comments or questions. But like she said, this is the beginning of a really, really, which, which looks like it's going to be a really great season. And, you know, I hope that I get to come back again and, and contribute. I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. And, you know, I, I really appreciate Kenpei. He's just a power, uh, look, he's a powerhouse. All right. Community. I'm always here mm -hmm. for that. <laughs> All right. I, I look. I'm look. If you if you'll have me back, I'll be back. No, yeah. <laughs> hey, no. You're 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 part of the family. So yeah. You're every time we back, we want you back. So uh, you're part of it. So great. So yeah. Yes, you are. I love you, Janelle. Aww. <laughs> I love you so much. 
look, I love you too. You are a woman under my own heart for several reasons. Fire sign, DC area, you name it, you got it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right, now. So we'll, we'll catch you next time. We'll uh, we will keep you guys updated on the uh, on Facebook and social media about when the next show is. Uh, you guys have a great night and God bless. God bless. Thanks.